Louisville City FC is on the air. It's a shot. Oh, and it's a goal for Louisville City. What a phenomenal hit that was to give the boys in purple the 2-1 to lead, and it's Dylan Maris. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. And he strokes it past Rios Novo into the back of the net to tie the game. Calmly taken, coolly taken by Sean Tosh for his third goal of the season. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It's the busiest time of the year for Louisville City FC. Tonight, the fourth game of five over the course of a 15-day span. And it comes on the road for the boys in purple. Lou City in Detroit tonight facing Detroit City FC in a meeting of the two lowest scoring teams in the USL Championship this season. Lou City's 17 goals this year only surpassed Detroit, who have found the back of the net just 13 times. Keyworth Stadium, the site of tonight's game, legitimately one of the most hostile environments in the USL, but Lou City has never been phased by Detroit's faithful. The boys in purple have never lost in five all-time meetings between these two sides, including a win in their first meeting this season earlier in the year at Lynn Family Stadium. So you can bet the Northern Guard, that's the Detroit City supporters group, they will be in full voice tonight hoping for a bit of history. Detroit winless in their last six games. Lou City has won just twice since June. So who knows? We might just be in for the most entertaining game of the season. I'm Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield alongside, and Zach Cantrell is our producer tonight. And Casey, right off the top of the broadcast, some great news to report to Louisville City fans. Brian Ownby is in the starting lineup tonight. It'll be his first start since June 3rd after coming back from a couple of muscle strain injuries. Uh, We know the impact he makes. We talk about it so often. Maybe he can be that spark that gets the second half of the season rolling in the right direction for Louisville City because the headline for tonight's game, two lowest scoring teams in the league. Unfortunately for Louisville City, the goals haven't been there. Maybe Ownby can change that. Well, and I feel like the offense has just been kind of stale almost. They haven't been able to be creative to produce much. And having a player like Brian Ownby, who even on his worst days, he's still giving it 110% effort and he's... So creative, so dynamic off the ball. He's so good at moving off the ball and making those runs in behind that he automatically makes the players around him better just from his movement and his energy. So having a player like that on the field from the start with a team who's really been missing that energy offensively, I think it's going to be tremendous to be able to see him back out there. I mean, we, we saw a glimpse of it in the fun international friendly But we weren't able to really see a whole lot of it because you don't want to go out there and go as hard as you can in a game like that and risk injuring yourself again. So I think tonight we're really going to get to see the full Brian Ownby, and I'm super, super excited. Ownby coming back from first a hamstring pull that he suffered earlier this season and then most recently a calf strain uh, that caused issues for him. He'll be starting next to a man who you'd think would be pretty confident after he scored an absolute banger against Atlante. You mentioned the international friendly. It was a 2-1 to loss for Louisville City last weekend. But Cameron Lancaster, the man we're talking about, he's the all-time leading goal scorer for Louisville City. He, too, has battled injuries over the last year and a half, has been in and out of the lineup this year, sort of battling for that top spot with Wilson Harris. Harris injured right now, so Lancaster gets the job by default, but he might well have earned it the other night 
uh, with that goal he scored. It was from a long way out, probably 35 yards away, a swerving ball. That was the Lancaster of old. And maybe, talking about spark plugs for the second half of the season, or sparks rather, maybe that's what Cameron Lancaster needed to spark his goal-scoring form for Louisville City. Well, and if you haven't seen that goal, you need to go and watch it because it is phenomenal. I think I've watched it several times since the game because it's such a good goal. And I really do think that that did help lift his confidence and the team's confidence because after... He scored that amazing goal. The offense for Louisville City following that was probably some of the best that we've seen in a while. Just the energy going forward, the movement up top, the urgency that they had. So hopefully they're able to carry that energy that they had and transition it over into tonight. And I think Brian Ombi was not involved in any of that energy that they had in that game. So I think adding him to the mix is even going to make it that much better. But I think Lancaster and Ombi do play well together because Lancaster's one that likes to stay a little bit more central when he plays. And so when you have a player like Brian Ombi who runs off of him, I think they're going to work very well together. Mentioned that this is a busy stretch for Louisville City, and that's as much a part of the story of tonight's game, I think, as anything. This is their fourth game of a five-game stretch that was all played out over 15 days. You include that international friendly over the weekend, which was a great experience for fans and a great opportunity for some new fans to head out to Lynn Family Stadium. But from a soccer perspective, may not have been the best timing because I'm sure Danny Cruz would have loved to have had his team rested and healthy for that game. And the wear and tear starting to build on this team a little bit over this hectic part of the schedule. A number of names on the injury report coming into tonight's game. Eight, in fact, listed on the injury report. Seven of them listed as out. We know about the long-term injuries for Kyle Morton, for Jordan Scarlett, and for Jorge Gonzalez. But in addition to them, we mentioned Wilson Harris out. He should be back soon. Owen Dom listed as out. Enoch Matiti Musha Galusa listed as out. And then Ramsey Kawazmi unavailable tonight as well. So the way Wear and tear starting to build on this Louisville City team. And Casey going on the road tonight will be no easy task. Keyworth Stadium, legitimately a hostile environment. We don't often get to really say that in the USL Championship, but those Detroit fans are serious about how they support this team. It is a stadium that is right on top of you. They average about 5,500 fans up there, and it's on turf. So this is going to be another difficult environment, both on the field and in the stands around them for Louisville City to go play in tonight. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a true test for them to see where they are, not only physically soccer-wise because of the number of games that they've had, but also mentally. How are they able to mentally handle the load that they've had with the number of games, the minutes that a lot of these guys have played, but then also the the being able to stay focused and stay present within the game with all these fans yelling at you, with the outside factors. A lot of times it's a very physical game as well on the field, and so being able to handle being pushed around a little bit while also being yelled at and still trying to play soccer. So it's going to be a really good test to see how they're going to be able to finish out the rest of the season. But it's it's not going to be easy at all tonight for them. Despite being the lowest scoring team in the league, Detroit, with just 13 goals this year, there are some very dangerous characters in their lineup tonight including a familiar face for Louisville City fans. We'll tell you about him and some of the other Detroit City players when we return after this break. Louisville City on the road tonight in Michigan, taking on Detroit City FC in the only USL championship game on the schedule on this Wednesday evening. We're getting you set for kickoff scheduled for just a couple of minutes past 7 o'clock. It's Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. 
Welcome back. We are getting you set for tonight's Louisville City game. They are in Michigan at Keyworth Stadium in Detroit, taking on Detroit City FC tonight. Detroit, the lowest scoring team in the league, but they have added a serious talent over the last month. Dario Suarez joined in a trade with FC Tulsa, the Cuban. He has scored three times this season between his two stops in Tulsa and Detroit, and his most recent goal was one for the highlight reel. We talked about the Cameron Lancaster goal for Louisville City. This one was from even further out. Dario Suarez last week was in the center circle when he let fly, was able to chip the goalkeeper from all the way near the midfield stripe, and that was his first Detroit City goal. And talk about, you know, we mentioned Lancaster building confidence. If you're Detroit, you're the lowest scoring team in the league. Why not have a hit from midfield when the goalkeeper is off his line? And that was just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal goal. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely incredible. He picks the ball up about midfield, takes a touch, gets his head up and recognizes that the goalkeeper is off his line and just completely sends the ball down the field. The goalkeeper does get a hand on it, but it ends up falling in the back of the net. I mean, just uh, uh, it's one of those shots that you see players think about taking, but you've never actually really see them go for it because it, it's not usually going to go in or it's not usually going to be successful but it was a beautifully struck ball and I mean that's definitely going to boost your confidence some so you got two teams that have been struggling to score offensively with two great goals that they're coming off of offensively so really could set up for an interesting matchup. That was Detroit's last goal. It came a week ago tonight against Loudoun United. That was a home tie that finished 1-1. Their most recent game, a 2-0 loss at Pittsburgh over the weekend. So both teams coming into tonight's game, coming off of losses to Pittsburgh in league play. Louisville City, as we mentioned, stepped out of league play over the weekend to have an international friendly against Atlante out of Mexico. There's also a familiar face starting tonight for Detroit in an attacking role. That's Richard Ballard, the Louisville native, the Duke Pont Manual High School graduate, the Indiana University product, who played with Louisville City for three seasons through from 2017 through 2019. He is in his first season in Detroit, and kind of like he was with Louisville City, he has become a weapon off the bench for Detroit with a couple of strong performances in his last couple of outings, though he has not yet scored. But we know what it, know his qualities from watching him with Louisville City. He has intense speed um, and can just be a spark off the bench for this team. Yeah, and he's really good and in tight spaces, so he's not going to be a player that you're going to be able to corner very easily. He's really good on the ball, very technical player, uh, very fun to watch, and it, I'm super excited for him to be able to get this start. He's definitely going to have something to prove against his former club, against his hometown. To be able to go out there and get his first goal is really what he's going to be looking to do, uh, but very excited to see him on the starting lineup and to not see him as a super sub, to see what he's capable of doing just right off the bat. Richard Ballard actually has not scored a regular season league goal since he was with Louisville City way back in 2019, last couple of seasons with Miami FC. Louisville at Detroit tonight. Casey will bring you her keys to the game when we return, and then we'll bring you the starting lineups and kickoff just a couple of minutes past 7 o'clock. You're listening to pregame coverage here on ESP. It's a battle of cities tonight. Louisville City at Detroit City. Casey has her keys for tonight's game. 
So tonight, Lou City has to be proactive on offense. We have to be proactive in our movement and not reacting to what is happening. If we're proactive, we'll be anticipating what is going to happen, and this will allow us to be more dynamic off the ball, therefore allowing us to be more creative and create more scoring opportunities. Next, quick and transitions. This applies both offensively and defensively. Offensively, if we're quick in our transitions, we're going to be able to catch Detroit City in a numbers-up situation where we're going to be able to build a solid attack. And defensively, we have to make sure that we're transitioning quickly after turning the ball over so we don't allow Detroit City to get any easy looks on goal. And then finally control the controllables. This game has been known to be a physical battle and calls don't always go the way we think they should. So we have to make sure that we're controlling the things that we can control, like our effort, our energy, our style of play, and not letting the things we can't control, like the ref, the other team, the fans, dictate how we are playing or our emotions. Starting lineups and kickoff our next Louisville City at Detroit City. You're listening to it on ESPN. Tonight's starting lineups presented by Breeze Airways. Six changes tonight for Louisville City from their last league game. That was a one to nothing loss to Pittsburgh at Lynn Family Stadium last week. That's the most changes they've made from one league game to another all season long. Oliver Zimla is not one of the changes. He has been a stalwart in goal for Louisville City, the rookie out of Marshall. He starts once again tonight. The back four, Oscar Jimenez down the left, Sean Tosh and Wes Sharpie, the center backs, and Manny Perez, the right back. A three-man midfield with Tyler Gibson, Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain, and Dylan Merez. And then the front three, it does feature Brian Ombi for the first time since June 3rd. He starts down the left. Rasmus Tellefson starts down the right, and then Cameron and Lancaster coming off of a stellar goal against Atlante gets the start as the center forward tonight. Louisville City coming in with a record of 8-5-5. and That's good for 29 points. Puts them in fifth place in the USL Championships. Eastern Conference under head coach Danny Cruz. Detroit City, their goalkeeper, Nathan Steinwasher. The back four in front of him, Devin Amu-Mensa, Matt Lewis, Stephen Carroll, and Michael Bryant. Four players in the midfield. Brett Levis, a Canadian. Richard Ballard, the Louisville native. Abulaye Jop and Maxi Rodriguez rounding out the midfield. And then the front two. An Englishman, Ben Morris, joined by the Cuban that we highlighted in pregame, Dario Suarez, who joined this Detroit team about a month ago on a trade from FC Tulsa. Detroit coached by the Englishman Trevor James, who is in his fourth season at the helm of this team, dating back to their days in Nisa, one of the lower leagues in American soccer. They have literally worked their way up the ladder to the USL Championship. Detroit coming in with a record of four wins, 11 losses, and five ties. That's good for 17 points, 11th place in the USL Championship's Eastern Conference, four points back of the final playoff spot currently occupied by the Indy 11. Two teams are out on the field. Detroit, known as Le Rouge, wearing Le Rouge tonight at home at Keyworth Stadium. They're moving from right to left in the first half. Louisville City wearing white on the road. 
moving from left to right. And our referee tonight, Alexis Da Silva, blows his whistle and gets this game underway. It'll be Detroit possession to open the game. And I got my sides, my ends backwards. Detroit moving from left to right to begin the game. Louisville City moving from right to left to begin the game. So Detroit with the ball in the Louisville half. That is the right half from where we are watching the, the game. Ball over the top towards Suarez. He knocks it down. And then a shot comes in from distance. Was it over the line? The referee has not halted play yet and Zemla finally claims the ball it's not a goal that's incredible Detroit City hit it from about 20 yards it was Brett Levis a laser that ricocheted off the bottom of the crossbar looked like it may have bounced over the goal line the rebound came out of the goal bouncing on the turf and finally Zemla was able to claim it and it is not a goal I mean, absolutely shocked at that play. It was kind of a poor clearance from Louisville City, and it pops right out to Levis, and he absolutely rips it. I think the sun might have kind of blocked a little bit of Zemla, but hits off the crossbar. I don't know how that one didn't bounce in, but, I mean, what a start for Detroit. Getting a look at that shot once again as Louisville City has won a corner on the other end of the field. Just a loose ball fell kindly to Levis, and I think that was over the line, Casey Whitfield. I would agree with that. If there was VAR, I think it'd be 1-0 right now. Louisville, though, trying to score, open the scoring. Del Piccolo played a ball in toward Ownby on the left side of the box, too far out in front, and it's over the end line. It's a goal kick to Detroit. Yes, Louisville City, you mentioned it in your keys. The referee has been a big part of the conversation for Louisville City games the last couple of weeks, notably against Pittsburgh. And I think they're fortunate there that there's no video review in the USL because that looked about a yard over the line on that opening attempt inside the opening minute for Detroit. Detroit trying to build out of the back. Richard Ballard stepping on the ball, and it's given away. Tellison forward to Lancaster. His shot is blocked, and it'll be picked up on the far side by Detroit with Brett Levis trying to bring the ball forward, battling with Manny Perez, a good physical battle, and Levis able to win that battle. Into the attacking half, Detroit has it now. On the far side, their left, and Louisville able to retreat defensively and get numbers behind the ball. Jop has the ball in the middle of the field. Maxi Rodriguez outside of the right foot, ball over the top, and it's well read there by Oliver Zemla. Comes off of his line, lets the ball bounce into his mitts in the Louisville box. This game has a really fast pace about it. It's very back and forth, very high-speed game so far. I think if you're Louisville City, you almost need to settle the game a little bit, see if you can deflate the energy that Detroit has come out with and begin to get a little bit more of your possession. Two and a half minutes gone by, 0-0 the score. Ball over the top from uh, Sharpie to Tellison. His shot saved by Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, from a tight angle on the right side. A perfectly timed run by Rasmus Tellison on a ball that was lofted to him by West Sharpie, just to the left of the center, cir- center circle where Sharpie let it go. Tellison brought it down nicely on the turf in the box and had a hit with his right, but the goalkeeper stood tall at the near post and made a save. Beautiful ball there from Sharpie. It was a great first touch from Tellison. I think because the angle that he had he almost needed to go high if he was going to go near post because the keeper's coming out so low and usually they anticipate you going low but it's a great shot a great look for Louisville City game does have a terrific pace to it three minutes in we've already had a couple of shots on target for both teams Detroit with the ball right now with Amu Mensah, the left back. He goes all the way back to one of his center back mates. I believe Matt Lewis has the ball. Goes all the way back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. Lancaster running up for pressure for Louisville City. Steinwasher plays the ball in a long diagonal to the near sideline. Kept in play by Michael Bryant. Headed it forward toward Richard Ballard. He couldn't keep it in play. It's a throw to Louisville on the near side. The Louisville left at the halfway line. And Wes Sharpie will drop it off to Oscar Jimenez to take this throw. Jimenez 
Puts it in the air down the near sideline looking for Ombi, headed away by Detroit. Lancaster ahead. It's picked up by Dylan Maris. The attack on for Lou City. Maris just outside of the box. Ball on the ground toward Lancaster. Well read and intercepted by Maxi Rodriguez for Detroit. He comes toward the near sideline and a sliding challenge by Oscar Jimenez sends it out of play. It'll be a throw to Detroit on the near side. They're right just a few yards shy of the midfield stripe. And it's a good recovery from Jimenez, but he shouldn't have had to do it because Maris did not make the right pass there. Maris sends a hospital ball to the middle of the field where there's a lot of congestion. I think if you're going to try to play that ball, you either have to make sure you're 100% certain it's going to get to the player or see if you can put a lofted ball towards the back post. Here comes Detroit. Morris on the end line. His cross across Louisville's goal. Loose in the area. Knocked down by Jimenez. It'll fall to Tosh, and he'll clear it away with his left foot all the way to midfield where Lancaster is trying to hold it up, but he can't win the ball. It's knocked down, and Detroit comes comes out of the crowd with it. It's going to be Stephen Carroll along the back line. He picks up his head, sends a long ball forward. Knocked back his way by Oscar Jimenez. A battle on the near sideline between Bryant and Brian Ownby. An exchange of balls, and now a good ball forward. Once again, it's Morris in behind. Morris one-on-one with Zimla. Morris puts it past Zimla and opens the scoring. Detroit, the lowest scoring team in the league, denied by a no call early in the game. They are not denied this time. Ben Morris strikes for Detroit City past Oliver Zimla, and Louisville has fallen behind on the road inside the opening five minutes. Well, it's a beautiful through ball. Morris does really well to make his run off of the center backs into the pocket of space between, I believe it's Wes Sharpie and Oscar Jimenez. And that's a beautiful through ball to him. I almost thought that his first touch took him a little bit too far away from the goal. It's very, very close to the inline. He takes away the angle completely. And Zimla does well to come over, but he slots that in the only place that he possibly could. It was an excellent, excellent finish from Morris. Ben Morris, a 24-year-old Englishman from Ipswich, his third goal of the season for his new club. This is his first year in the United States playing professionally, and he gives Detroit a one to nothing lead. It's been a back-and-forth game, but Detroit, they had one over the line that wasn't called over the line. Now they have the lead that they probably have deserved in this game. Six minutes in now, officially one to nothing in favor of Detroit City and Louisville, a team that has struggled to score all year long, now needs to score to try and salvage a point on the road, though they have a long time to go, 84 minutes or so, to try and find an answer. Long ball from Louisville City. It's well read by Bryant, the right back. He plays it back to a center back teammate who clears it long and forward, brought down at the Center circle by Dario Suarez. He drops it off to Abulaye Jop, and Detroit is going to build out of the back here. They've got it along their back line with Amu Mensa. He's around, surrounded by a couple of white shirts, has to turn and go all the way backward to Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, in a six-yard box under pressure from Lancaster. Gets the pass away. Chested in play by Bryant to Ballard. Ballard, neat stuff. Back to Rodriguez. Rodriguez, a ball over the top toward Morris, and Morris able to bring it down and get the attack going forward for Detroit City. Goes back into the center circle to Jop. Jop drifting to the left side of the center circle forward to Suarez back to Amu Mensa and Amu Mensa with a poor pass as he just gives the ball away they're looking for Brett Levis it's going to be a throw to Louisville City on the far side the Louisville City right in their defensive half they Take it quickly into Sean Tosh. Across the field now to West Sharpie, the left center back. He's coming towards midfield. Clips a ball down the near sideline. Jimenez making a run. Lancaster was there as well, but it's going to be out for a Detroit goal kick as ultimately Jimenez, who gave chase to the ball, couldn't catch up to it. He was shielded off by Bryant, the Detroit defender, and it is a goal kick to the hosts. And the pace at which Detroit is trying to play, I think, is almost catching... 
Louisville City off guard ever so slightly. They're almost not expecting to have Detroit coming forward so fast and the movement that Detroit has up top is really making it difficult for the center backs to keep up with. And so I think Louisville City has to slow this game down if they want to be able to get back into it and they have to get more organized defensively. Already Louisville City leading the league with nine shutouts. Oliver Zimla leading the league with nine shutouts. They will not be able to add to that total tonight, conceding within the opening five minutes and technically conceding twice. One goal over the line that was not called over the line. So Detroit coming out with a flying start at home at Keyworth Stadium tonight. Goal kick sent long by Detroit. Louisville City wins the ball. They're trying to build out of the back right now. Tyler Gibson on the near sideline plays it back to Sharpie, the left center back, veering in toward the middle in his defensive half. Has time and space, though. Picks up his head, plays a ball on the ground to Del Piccolo, who immediately goes back to Zimla, standing just out of the D of his penalty area. Now to the right side, Sean Toe. She touches it across midfield into the attacking half. Ball forward to Lancaster. Couldn't get a touch to it, and it goes all the way back to Steinwasher, the Detroit goalkeeper. He clears it down the middle, took a deflection on its way through, picked up on the near sideline at the midfield stride by Jimenez and Louisville takes over once again. Back to Jimenez on the near sideline in the defensive half. Ballard comes in with a challenge for Detroit. It's out off of his touch for a Louisville throw. Jimenez takes it. Knocked down by a Detroit player. Ballard to the ground to try and win the ball. So too is Del Piccolo. He goes down and draws a foul. Paolo Del Piccolo fouled for Louisville City. Fifth third free kick. And Paolo thought about trying to take it quickly. And the referee is going to blow his whistle and make him bring it back. And probably good for Paolo that, he, that the referee made that call because no one was on the end of it. So Louisville City still will have this fifth-third free kick to take. Yeah, Paolo is trying to release Rasmus Tellefsen there on the right side. But neither one of them are on the same page. And I really am glad that the ref did call that back or else it would have been an easy grab for Steinwasher. Ball into Lancaster, knocked off of his feet, back out wide right, Tellefson trying to swing it in. A good ball in towards Ownby, Ownby on his right foot, his shot just scuffed, it didn't make clean contact, it didn't even reach the goalkeeper. Cleared away by Stephen Carroll, who intercepted it at the six-yard box. His clearance toward midfield, where it's brought down by Sharpie, and Louisville City will continue this attack. We're Ten minutes into this game, one to nothing in favor of Detroit. Tosh, 30 yards past midfield. Here's Paolo Del Piccolo, a hit from distance, blocked on its way through off of his left foot. The loose ball picked up by Richard Ballard for Detroit, and here he comes on the dribble. Ballard into the attacking half, into the center circle. Dario Suarez, time and space to run into. Detroit trying to add a second early on. Wide left it goes to Levis, just outside of the Louisville box. Levis, though, drifting backward as Louisville retreats defensively. He plays it all the way back to Jop, just to the left of the center circle, and Detroit will have possession along their back line here. Louisville did well there defensively to get back and thwart that counter opportunity. Ball over the top from Detroit and Zimla off his line, makes the catch on one bounce, quickly rolls it forward to Gibson. Gibson turns, plays it forward on the ground into the center circle, Dylan Maris. Maris back toward the right side to Sean Tosh and Louisville with the ball in the attacking half here. As Tosh steps on it, plays it back to Maris, just to the right of the center circle. Dylan Maris, ball in the air across the center circle, the near side in the attacking half. That's Jimenez. Jimenez, ball down the middle towards Lancaster. Can he get to it? He does. Tries to chip the goalkeeper, and it's over the bar. Cameron Lancaster, unmarked in behind, had more time maybe than he thought, tried to lift it with his left foot over the goalkeeper who just came off of his line by a couple of steps, but he got it all wrong, and it was about eight yards over the bar in the end behind for a goal kick. Yeah, and it's a beautiful ball. I I think Lancaster thought the keeper was still coming out. I don't think it was the right decision necessarily maybe to try to hit that one time as soon as he sees the keeper maybe take a back step he needs to take a touch there and have a finish but it's a great run from Lancaster and a great ball over top from Oscar Jimenez so those are two big positives to take away from that play 
Detroit with possession now in their attacking half. Suarez dancing on the ball with three white shirts around him. Finally, he gives possession up as Maris comes out of the crowd with the ball. He's got it in the attacking side of the center circle. Plays it to the left side. Del Piccolo trying to thread a ball through on the ground. Ombi. Ombi will get there. No, the goalkeeper beat him to it. 50-50 ball there. Ombi had a defender on his right shoulder. The defender hesitated. Ombi had an opportunity to get on the end of the ball, but Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, had it off of his line and slid in in front of Ryan Ombi to claim the ball. Yeah, I don't know how the ball made it through to Ombi because it looked like the ball was played a little bit too slow from Del Piccolo, but really nice goalkeeping there from Steinwasher to come out and make himself big and completely get on that before Ombi was able to get a touch. Detroit with it now along their back line. They have it with Amu Mensa, the left back. He plays it forward. Further forward it goes to Morris. He turns and plays it to the inside of the field. Suarez coming in toward the Louisville box. Suarez now to Ballard on the right side of the box, just at the top of it. Richard Ballard on his left foot. He'll have a hit. It's blocked by Ombi. Falls back to Ballard. He plays it wide right to a teammate here that's Bryant. The right back playing just to the right of the box. Defended by Jimenez. Turns and plays it backwards to Jop. Jop into the middle of the field. Suarez back to Jop. Intercepted by Mares, but his pass Picked up on the end by uh, Amu Mensa, and it's along the back line now for Detroit with Matt Lewis, one of the center backs. Lewis, long ball over the top, and no one on the end of it in Rouge, or Burgundy if you want to use a, a more common term. It bounces into the hands of Oliver Zimla, and Louisville takes over. And this game has just been such an open game. A lot of back-and-forth play. I don't think either team really having long spells of possession. It looks like two teams that are trying to be really aggressive going forward, which both these teams need to do. Louisville trying to work it toward Brian Obi down the left side. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side there left in the attacking half. So far, Detroit with 57% of the possession. Louisville City, though, has outshot Detroit. Three shots to two. Both teams have had one shot on target. Is that initial shot that went off the crossbar and went over the line but wasn't called so does not count as a shot on target for Detroit. Louisville with the ball now on the right side with Manny Perez in the attacking half. He's veering into the middle, plays it to the, there to the right of the center circle is Sean Tosh. He's 15 yards past midfield. Ball on the ground toward the box toward Lancaster, but not particularly near him, and Detroit takes over. They play it forward to Levis. He's still in the defensive half. Levis drifting backward. He plays it off of a Louisville City player. That's Tellefson, and it's out for a Detroit throw on the far side there left in their defensive half. And just trying to force the ball a little bit too much, Shantosh there, trying to find Lancaster. You're trying to play it through about five defenders. Instead of trying to force that there, see if you can work it a little bit more or see if Lancaster can move into a better pocket of space to be able to receive that ball. Detroit, after the throw, clipped it down the far sideline for Morris to chase. He couldn't get there. It was cleared aside by Louisville City for another Detroit throw. This time in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half on the far side, the left. Levis into Amu Mensa. Plays it forward to Morris, able to hold it up well. Ballard on the left side for the moment. He couldn't get the ball. It's knocked all the way back to Maxi Rodriguez in the center circle. He tries to play a diagonal ball down the right side, but no one was making that run. Perhaps because Ballard was on that left side for the moment. So it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side of the left in the defensive half, just in front of Danny Cruz and the Louisville City bench. Quarter of an hour gone by. Ball over the top for Lancaster. He can't catch up to it. Bounces off that turf into the hands of Steinwasher. We've played 15 minutes, one to nothing in favor of Detroit. I like the more direct play that Louisville City's trying to play there. It's another great ball from Jimenez looking to find Lancaster, making those runs in behind that one just a little bit too far out in front of Lancaster for him to be able to get on the end of it. But I like the look of trying to find that over-the-top ball. It's one of those moments, Casey, we talk about it a lot when teams play on turf, 
But the way the ball bounces on this turf tonight seems to bounce a little bit heavy. So those long balls, you know, they'll, they'll check up. Here's Louisville City with a chance coming forward. Del Piccolo into Lancaster on his right foot, tries to bend it, and it's wide of the far post. Lancaster had the right idea. He was just to the left of the D, cut it onto his right foot, tried to curl it for the top corner, and just didn't get enough bend on the ball. It's out for a Detroit goal kick. It's absolutely the right idea. He takes a nice touch. I think the ball is just a little bit behind him, the way his touch sets him up. And so because of that, he has to go behind him to get it around. If the ball is in front of him and he hits it the same exact way that he did, that one's going to go on target. So it's really nicely done from Lancaster. Might have been a little bit of an argument, I thought, that it took a deflection, that shot. But I believe the referee gave a goal kick after it. We're going to have a pause in play here, though. As Detroit has a player down injured, I believe Abulaye Jop is the player that is down hurt. He's down in the penalty area for Detroit, their defensive penalty area. Getting checked out by the Detroit athletic trainer right now. So a brief pause in play as these two teams duel it out in the 17th minute. It is a hot one in Detroit by their standards. 81 degrees today. Uh, very little chance of precipitation, none in fact, and 49% humidity. So altogether, fairly comfortable conditions for Detroit and Louisville City tonight. In fact, the player injured is Devin Amu Mensa. Uh, he has risen to his feet. So Amu Mensa, the player that was hurt, looked like maybe just a little bit of cramping. He's going to walk off the field here, and Detroit will be down a player for a moment, but I would imagine he'll stick it out and play in the game. Well, I'm not sure because the athletic trainer signaled for a sub early on, so maybe it could be an injury that had been bothering him before and something that they don't want to risk. So interested to see what they decide to do here. They already had some players warming up on the bench. All the players kind of going up and giving him high five so I don't know if they're going to try to push it for a little bit longer or if they're going to make a change early. Looks like there is a player up off the bench for Detroit and that player Reese Williams who looks like he's getting set to check in at the fullback position so it will be a substitution here for Detroit. Still the game has not yet resumed so the referee appears to be happy to let Detroit try and get this sub working. Now the referee will encourage Detroit to get the ball back in play. It's a, it is a goal kick after that shot from Lancaster about three minutes ago now, it seems. So Steinwasher stands over the ball, and Detroit down to 10 men for the moment before Reese Williams is set to check in. Goal kick sent toward midfield, clipped forward by Louisville City. Bounces heavily off that turf once again, and back into the hands of Steinwasher off that long ball forward from the boys in purple. Steinwasher rolls it forward to himself. He's going to hit it long down the middle, in toward the center circle. Suarez up for the header, falls to Ownby. Ownby a heavy touch, though, and now falls to Del Piccolo, and Louisville City on here. Maris in the attacking half. He is bundled over by Maxi Rodriguez from behind, no foul. Detroit wins the ball. Jop in the center circle to the right of it. Now Suarez down the near sideline. Bryant well into the attacking half, the right back. Bryant with a run from Ballard in front of him. Ball to him, to the right of the area, toward the end line. Tries to put in a cross. It's blocked behind by Gibson. It's going to be a Detroit corner on the near side there right. It's a good little build-up there from Detroit. Nice combination play to be able to release Ballard. Ballard does well to get his head up and realize that there's not a whole lot of options in the box, and so he just hits it off the Lucity player for a corner kick. And that substitution that we alluded to is going to happen now. Reese Williams, the 27-year-old, is going to come in in place of Devin Amu-Mensa as one of the fullbacks. That substitution for Detroit in the 20th minute, they have a one to nothing lead. 
brought to you by Fortna. This corner for Detroit coming from the near side. There, right, it'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of, I believe, Maxi Rodriguez to take it. Here it comes in the air into the six-yard box, headed out by Sean Tosh. It's going to be picked up on that far side of the box by Detroit, and the attack will continue. Clip forward to the substitute Williams. In the area, his cross blocked out by Paolo Del Piccolo. It's going to be a throw to Detroit on the far side there left in the attacking final third near the corner flag. Nicely dealt with there by Louisville City. Just unfortunate that they can't get the clearance completely out to clear the danger. I think Detroit has done well to be able to recycle the ball and try to keep it alive there in the final third. But Louisville City has got to do better with when they clear it, keeping possession. Throw comes in from the far side, the left, headed out by Manny Perez. It's going to be picked up by Detroit with Levis on the far side. Here comes a cross in toward the penalty spot, knocked down by Tosh. Still alive for Detroit. They've got it with Stephen Carroll. He's drifting out of the box, the center back, on the right side. Plays it back. Backward to Dario Suarez. He's under pressure from Maris. He turns and plays it further backward to Richard Ballard, who is the last man back in the center circle. Ballard trying to clip it forward. He's closed down quickly by Lancaster, who gets a touch to it. It's a loose ball and then a foul. Unfortunately for Louisville City, will go against Paolo Del Piccolo. And I say unfortunate because had they been able to get that ball cleanly, they would have been in. They had about three on one there. Bryant took the foul. And Del Piccolo called for it. It's going to be a free kick to Detroit in the center circle in the attacking half of it from their perspective. Just a little reckless there from Paulo coming in on Bryant. And I think if he comes in a little bit cleaner, he's still going to be able to win possession. And like you said, they had numbers up. They would have been able to have a really good counterattack going forward with the players being back. Not actual defenders, but more attacking players dropping back for set pieces. So a little bit unfortunate there that Paulo couldn't come in cleaner. One to nothing, our score in favor of Detroit. We're in the 22nd minute here in Michigan. Detroit trying to work it down their, uh, their right side. Louisville City took over, clipped it forward, and it's out for a Louisville City throw. On the near side, the Louisville City left, about five yards shy of midfield. Jimenez takes it, throws it long into the attacking half, down the middle toward Ownby, cleared away by Detroit. Loose ball picked up first by Tosh, then a header from Manny Perez. Del Piccolo trying to chase it down. Dylan Mare is involved as well. Mares goes down. It is a foul against Detroit City, called against Dario Suarez, and it'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the attacking half, just, just around the center circle, so near midfield. Mare is drawing that foul. Really smart from Maris here. He establishes his position and gets that. And then the minute that he feels that contact from behind from Suarez, he goes down. It's really, really smart play there from Dylan Maris. Detroit still with a sizable possession advantage, 59%. But Louisville City doubling them up in terms of shots. And Louisville has won a corner here from that fifth-third free kick. It's out for a Vi-Fi corner. It'll come from the near side, the Louisville City lefts. Looked like Louisville City just hit it long. They did. Sean Tosh hit it into the mixer with his head, into the six-yard box, and it was cleared behind by Detroit. So a corner to Louisville City, a Vi-Fi corner from the near side, the left. And it looks like Cameron Lancaster is going to take this corner. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot as he raises his arm into the air. Here it comes from Lancaster, driven in. Tried to go for goal, it looked like, and it's stabbed behind by a Detroit defender who was marking that near post, Richard Ballard. It's going to be another Vi-Fi corner. Well, it's not a bad idea because the goalkeeper standing about two or three yards off of his line, which typically a goalkeeper stays pretty close. So by trying to whip it in there, he's forcing the goalkeeper to have to be honest on his line. Here it comes from Lancaster again, this time to the back post toward Ombi, knocked away by Detroit, falls to Dario Suarez. He'll hit it high into the air and out of play into the stands, uh, about 15 rows deep. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left. Haven't seen Cameron Lancaster take a lot of corners this year, but he had two really driven balls there, Casey. I thought that those, those looked pretty good. I was very pleased with those. Both 
producing a good look on target or a good opportunity. So maybe he is the go-to corner kick guy for today. Louisville still with the ball. Tosh gives it, fo- fo- uh, gives it up forward to Ownby. Ownby, though, loses out. And here comes Detroit. Richard Ballard dribbling toward the attacking half. Shoved down from a side by Ownby. It's a foul. And this will give Detroit a free kick. Really, Richard Ballard didn't have much to do. Was just trying to get the ball into the attacking half. And Ownby just sort of shoved him down from the side. It's going to give a free kick to Detroit on toward the right from the center circle, just about a half yard past the midfield stripe. Those are the type of fouls that when you're in the 50, 60, 70th minute, it's going to be a yellow card for Omi, but because it's very early on, it'll just be a warning. It's just a professional foul to slow him down, and I think it's because he was dispossessed. It was a poor touch from Omi that led to that turnover. Ball over the top for Morris, the goal scorer. He just tried to hit it into the middle towards someone, and Louisville City came out of the crowd with the ball, tried to thread it through Louisville City towards Manny Perez. Now a second opportunity as they hit along. Perez on the end of it on the far sideline in the attacking half, and it's cleared off of his feet by Detroit. It's going to go out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the right, as looks like Lewis did the defensive work there for Detroit, stepping right in front of Manny Perez and sending it out. Again, the throw coming from the far side, the right, just outside of the penalty area for Louisville City in the attacking half for Louisville. Perez will take the throw, standing with the ball over his head, down that far sideline, clipped in towards Tellefson, back out wide right it goes to Perez. Inside right is Gibson. Neat one-two touch stuff here from Louisville City. Gibson once again with it in the middle of the field. Swings it over to Jimenez. Jimenez into the box on the left side. Lancaster drifting toward the near sideline, though. He's out of the box now. Lancaster still with it with his back to goal. Rolls it behind him to Jimenez. Jimenez is cross in toward the near post. It took a deflection, and Steinwasher saw that it took a deflection and caught the ball, kept it in play, not conceding the corner and that'll end the threat it's good patient movement from louisville city and i like the little give and go there from from lancaster and jimenez a nice little rollback that lancaster had to release jimenez jimenez is not able to get the contact on that cross but still it's really good defense from detroit detroit is making it really difficult to break down 25 and a half minutes gone detroit up one to nothing they played over the top to morris here he couldn't bring it down though Brought down by Sharpie. He touches it forward to Gibson. Gibson turns backward with a defender on his hip. Now it's Sharpie once again, the left center back. Sharpie touches it forward. He's coming towards midfield. Now he crosses it on the ground on the inside left. His own B in the attacking half. Turns against the defender, Ballard. Wide left, Jimenez. Plays it forward for Ownby to chase. Ballard in a shoulder-to-shoulder battle with Ownby. And Ballard called for the foul. This will be a positive Situation for Louisville City from the fifth third free kick. Ballard slamming the ball into the turf out of frustration. Just a shoulder-to-shoulder situation, but Ballard had an arm extended into the hip of Ownby, pushed him aside, and the referee blew his whistle. And I think Ballard's frustrated because Ombi was pushing against him too, but because Ballard fully extends his arm to push Ombi away, that's where the foul comes from. If he just kind of kept his arms close and they were jostling for a position there, it would not have been a foul. But the minute that he extends his arm, it's always going to be a foul. And Ombi a little slow to get up because with the tumble, Ballard's foot hit Brian Ombi in the face, completely unintentional, and the two are hugging it out right now, but it's... That's the reason that Ballard's foul was called and Ombi's wasn't is because of the extension of the arm. But it sets up for a really dangerous set piece right now for Louisville City, especially with the way Lancaster has been sending in these set pieces, especially since it could potentially also be a shot for Lancaster from this distance. Those two Ballard and Ombi teammates for three years earlier in their careers in Louisville. It is a fifth third free kick. Lancaster stands over it, as does Maris. 
Mayer's the left-footed option, but Lancaster looks like he wants it. He does. Hits it toward goal, and he went for the shot. Was not a really bad attempt, but it is about four yards over the bar, and it goes behind for a Detroit goal kick. you got to appreciate the confidence that Cameron Lancaster appears to be playing with tonight. Again, after scoring that, that terrific goal on last weekend against Atlante from about 35 yards away, he went for the spectacular once again here from the free kick. When Cameron Lancaster is on, he's absolutely amazing. And so I think you have to let him continue to have these opportunities while he's feeling it because any one of them could go in. That one wasn't far off. I do think he tried to loft it a little bit more. I think if he drives through the ball a bit more and hits more of a driven shot instead of trying to bend it in, I think he might have a little bit more success on it. But regardless, he's been very good today. He's been very dynamic up top. He's had some good opportunities, some good looks on goal. And so I think you have to let him continue to just feel it. If if he has it, he's going to go for it. That one certainly would have been a little bit more ambitious, though, toward that near sideline. But uh, confident stuff from Lancaster. Louisville City committing a foul after play had restarted near midfield. So Detroit set on a free kick right now. We're in the 29th minute. About 16 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this first half. Detroit ahead one to nothing over Louisville City. They scored five minutes into this game. It's along the back line for Detroit with Lewis. He goes back to Steinwasser, the goalkeeper. Sends it long on the run into the attacking half, and an offside flag is going to go up against Detroit and give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the defensive half, about 10 yards the Louisville side of midfield. Just a little bit lazy offense there for Detroit. Louisville City does such a good job holding a high line that they have to make sure they're aware of when the ball is played, making sure they're staying on sides that they want to continue to be threatening offensively. Louisville with the ball in the center circle. Sharpie dribbling into the attacking half, 20 yards past midfield. Turns and plays it with his right foot back into the center circle to the right side to Tosh. He's in the attacking side of things. Tosh clips it up over the top, looking for Perez well forward on that far sideline. But the ball just a little bit short. It's intercepted by Reese Williams for Detroit. Forward to goes to Morris, trying to hold it up against Tyler Gibson. But he's hustled off the ball, the Detroit center forward. And Louisville takes over once again. Jimenez tries a little 1-2 with Tosh. It was a loose pass. Mara's cleaned it up for Lou City, and it's back with the boys in purple. Tyler Gibson to the right of the center circle. Ball over the top, down that right side. Manny Perez, uh, a battle with Levis for it over there, and Levis heads it out for a Louisville throw on the far side, the right, in the attacking final third near the corner flag. And I feel like Manny Perez hasn't been able to get involved as much offensively as maybe we would like to see him. He's had to do a lot of work defensively, which has not allowed him to push up the field as high as he normally does. Throw comes in towards Lancaster. It's knocked down and cleared away by Detroit. Only only as far as toe, she tried to head it back to Manny Perez. A Detroit player was there, I believe Richard Ballard, and then a foul called as a Detroit player was tripped up. It's going to be a foul against Louisville City, giving Detroit a free kick in their defensive half toward the far sideline. As we get a look at the replay, yeah, Tosh and Reese Williams there just getting tangled up, and Tosh called for the foul. Tosh is a little bit too aggressive. He just holds up Williams and doesn't allow him to turn. He has a player there that can double back and double team on there instead of trying to go through the player to get the ball. Just be patient. Ball out for a Detroit throw in the attacking side of things for them. The Louisville defensive half on the far side, the left. Reese Williams, who again came on as a substitute because of an injury to Devin Amu Mensa earlier in the game. He has the throw. He goes all the way backward to Stephen Carroll, the captain along the back line. Back to Steinwasher just outside of the D of his penalty area. Swings his right foot through it, a long ball into the attacking half, headed toward the Detroit 
the Louisville attacking half by Manny Perez, picked up though by Detroit, and here come the hosts. It's Bryant into the attacking half at right back. Inside right is Maxi Rodriguez, forward on the inside right to Richard Ballard, and he's tripped up and fouled, and it's going to be a free kick to Detroit here in a relatively promising position. About 35 yards from goal on the inside right. Richard Ballard has been very good today for Detroit. He's done very well of making a lot of runs off the ball. He's been all over the place, and when he is on the ball, he's very dynamic and creative. So he's really just kind of been a thorn in the side of Louisville City so far. And Paolo Del Piccolo called for that foul. He's been called for a couple tonight. We've yet to see a booking, and Richard Ballard currently working on his own left knee. Appears a little bit shaken up. But the training staff has not been called on yet for Detroit, so it looks like Richard Ballard is set to be okay. Again, the Louisville native, former Louisville City player, graduate of DuPont Manual High School, playing for Detroit tonight. Free kick for Detroit. They're getting set up for it here in the 32nd minute. They have a one to nothing lead as Oliver Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper, gets his teammates set in front of him. This free kick about 40 yards from goal on the inside right. So this will be a service into the box as Jop and Levis stand over it. It's going to be Levis with his left foot. Clips it high into the air toward a late runner at the far side. Heads it in toward the middle. Cleared out by Manny Perez. Picked up by Ballard near midfield. He clips it high into the air with his left foot. Brought down toward the near side. Just outside of the box, that's by Stephen Carroll. Carroll's cross blocked out by Jimenez. It's a throw to Detroit on the near side. The Detroit right in the attacking final third for them. I think interesting decision on that set piece for Detroit to have a left-footed player play that ball. It had to be a little bit more of a straight pass, which sometimes makes it harder for people to get on the end of it, and especially to go that far to the back post to the runner. I would have liked to maybe have seen a right-footed person try to bend the ball into that runner. Then I think they could have been able to get a little more contact on the ball to send it across the goal face. Throw comes in from Detroit, cleared out down the middle. It'll be Jop to keep it alive for Detroit. Lancaster trying to poke the ball away. He plays it forward. Job does to Suarez. And now Detroit out of pressure here. They've got it on the far side. They swing it all the way back to the goalkeeper Steinwasher, who's standing between the D and the center circle in his half. He hits it long down the middle. Two runners making the run down the middle, including Reese Williams. Zimla out of his box with a header. Detroit brings the ball back down as Zimla retreats into his goal. And then ultimately the flag goes up against Detroit. After that initial header by Zimla on the return ball, giving Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in the defensive half. They take it quickly. Gibson hits it backward to Zimla. Zimla forward to the left center back, West Sharpie. He's got time and space to walk into. Sharpie toward midfield. Ball in the air down the near sideline, looking for Lancaster. Ownby battling to keep it alive, but Detroit on the end of it, and they'll clear it back the opposite way. Sharpie pops that clearance in toward the center circle where it's claimed by Dario Suarez, and here comes Detroit into the attacking half. Suarez, wide left on the overlap, is Reese Williams, dribbling in towards the box. Williams on his left foot. His cross comes in high into the air toward the back post, just off the head of Oscar Jimenez, and Jimenez's header will trickle out of play past the near sideline. It'll be a throw to Detroit on the near side. They're right in the Louisville defensive half with 11 minutes to go plus stoppage time. In the first half of this game, Detroit with a one to nothing lead. The throw comes into the middle of the field and a foul here against Paolo Del Piccolo. Already the third at least by my count. Referee giving Del Piccolo what looks to be a final warning here. It's going to give Detroit a free kick in the Louisville half in the middle of the field about 20 yards past the midfield stripe. When Paulo Del Piccolo is just late again to the challenge. He's just not timing them right. He's coming in and diving in on the ball. That one, the ball had clearly moved past, and he steps in. And I, I don't know why he's waving to the referee that he didn't foul because it, it's 
no question in my head whether that was a foul or not. So he's just been late to a lot of challenges, not timing it well, and something he's definitely going to have to work on. If he's going to be late, maybe just try to channel it instead of diving in each time and trust your teammates to come over and recover. But Paulo Del Piccolo cannot be giving up this many fouls. Free kick on the ground from Levis to Ballard. Now back to Jop on his right foot. He'll take aim from 50 yards, and it is well, well wide. That a very ambitious effort from Jop. Hit it on his right foot, struck it well, but he was so far away from goal, it would have taken something really, truly special to beat Oliver Zimla there. It's a goal kick to Louisville City. I mean, he struck through it beautifully with his laces, but yeah, it's going to have to take something pretty spectacular to be able to beat Zimla from that sort of distance. Yes, Zimla does have the sun in his eyes, which could cause some issues, but still, it's going to take something, something pretty great to beat him. Nine and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. Lou City has been decent today offensively, but they trail one to nothing to Detroit, who scored five minutes in. In fact, they scored twice in this game. One was over the line and not called, and then they scored for sure through Ben Morris about four minutes after that strike. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near sideline. They go backwards to Sharpie. He's walking in toward the attacking half, forward to Maris. Clips it first time across the field to Tosh. He's in the defensive half for Louisville, the right center back. Tosh rolling the ball forward with his right foot. Forward on the ground it goes to Manny Perez. Middle of the field now, Gibson. Inside left is Maris. Wide left he goes to Jimenez on the near sideline in the attacking half. Jimenez, ball on the ground to the top of the box. That's Ownby drifting toward the near sideline. Ownby middle of the field. It goes to Gibson. He's wide open. Thought about hitting. Instead, he rolls it forward to Lancaster. Actually, that's still Piccolo. Now it's Lancaster. Loose ball knocked off of Lancaster's feet. Picked up by Detroit. And then a foul comes in. It's a foul that'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick. Bryant had the ball. Ownby stepped in front of Bryant and the ball. And then Bryant collided with Ownby, and Ownby went down, drew the foul, and this certainly will be shooting on target kind of territory for Cameron Lancaster. It's about 25 yards away from goal on the inside left. This is absolutely a shot from Cameron Lancaster is what it's going to be, but it's very nicely done from Brian Ownby. He just steps in and gets contact with the ball, and Bryant just has his momentum going forward. It's a little unfortunate for Bryant because Brian Ownby swooped in and took it away from him, and his momentum kept him going forward, which took him through Brian Ownby, but it's going to be a really, really, really dangerous set piece. The only issue Lancaster might have is being able to get it over the wall and get it back down on target, but it's definitely within shooting distance for him. Lancaster, the only man over at a five-man wall in front of him. Here's Lancaster's free kick. It's over the wall, but into the chest of the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. Lancaster hit it right down the middle, Probably just didn't get the bend he wanted on that ball. He cleared the wall, but hit it right at the goalkeeper for a comfortable save. Yeah, he did not get the placement on that set piece that we're used to seeing. Interesting that he chose to go so low with it because it ended up being pretty easy. Typically, he likes to hit those a little bit higher to hit those corners, but... It was a nicely taken set piece, just not at all where it needed to be on target. We're now in the 39th minute of this first half with seven minutes to go plus stoppage time. Ball sent long by Detroit after the save, and Ombi draws a foul near midfield here. He's had a good battle there with 
Richard Ballard, Maxi Rodriguez involved in that foul as well. It's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. Jimenez takes it, switches fields in the air to the far right side. Manny Perez cross into the box, high into the air toward the back post over everyone's head. Lancaster will chase it down out of the area. Actually, that's Dylan Maris on the near sideline. Maris plays it backward to Jimenez. Opportunity to cross. Here it is, driven in towards Del Piccolo, tried to scoop it toward goal, and it's wide off target and a goal kick to Detroit. Paolo Del Piccolo making a darting run toward the near post on that ball that was played to the near post. Just tried to redirect it past the goalkeeper. Couldn't put it on target. I love this look, though, from Jimenez. This kind of low-driven ball because if Del Piccolo is able just to kind of get on the end of it and flick something on that would have been on target, I think Oscar Jimenez has had some really good services into the box so far from this left side. It's just unfortunate that Louisville City hasn't been able to capitalize on any of it. Louisville City with 48% possession. They've had eight shots, two of them on target. They've doubled up Detroit in the shooting category, and they win another foul here in the defensive half near midfield. Momentum starting to swing to Louisville City. Can they capitalize before halftime? Fifth-third free kick taken in the center circle by Sharpie. He goes backward to Zimla, back to Sharpie and Louisville City building from their defensive half. Sharpie back to Zimla once again, now to the right side toe. She's five yards from the midfield stripe across midfield. It goes to Tellefson trying to roll it behind him towards Manny Perez. That pass not on target. Detroit cleans it up all the way back to Steinwasher who goes long once again under pressure. One in the air by Tosh. Brought down by Williams though for Detroit. He plays it forward on that far sideline. Tosh trying to hold the ball up. Here comes Detroit with some numbers forward. Detroit on the far side looks like it's Ballard. Actually here's Ballard on the end of the ball to the top of the box on the right side. One-on-one with Jimenez. Ballard in the box goes backward here to Rodriguez. Rodriguez clips the ball in toward that back post. No one making that run and the ball hit a little bit too heavy as well. It's out for a Louisville City goal kick. Some of the big problems that Louisville City is having going forward is just not being on the same page when they're trying to play these cheeky passes and then when they do turn the ball over and try to win it back, not being able to win that second ball. Too many times they'll go and they'll win that first ball but there's no one there to win the second ball and that's really been hurting them because Detroit is picking up on every single one of those and that's how they're building their attacks. So Louisville City has to get better at winning that second ball in the air or trying to see if they can intercept those passes and being able to connect out of it. Just over four minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half. Detroit leads it one to nothing over Louisville City in the only USL championship game being played tonight across the entire league. Louisville gives the ball away here. They hit it out for a Detroit throw on the far side. The Detroit left in the Louisville defensive half, about 10 yards past the midfield stripe. This throw taken by Williams. It comes in field looking for Morris. Beaten to it by Tosh. On the far sideline, Levis trying to keep it alive for Detroit. It falls to Del Piccolo. He clips it forward toward Lancaster. Ownby also giving chase, but it's cleared away just in front of Ownby by a Detroit defender. All the way into the Louisville defensive half. To the far sideline, Manny Perez plays it into the box to Zimla, who clears it away. Flicked on by Del Piccolo, looking for Tellefson. It's out for a Detroit throw once again. On the far sideline, the left about 10 yards past midfield. Again, not a bad idea from Del Piccolo, but it's that cheeky pass that now has led to this turnover, whereas if we just settle the ball and try to play simple, I think we'll see a little bit more success building out of the back, which is something we've kind of struggled with so far this game. Battle for possession in the Louisville defensive half on that far sideline. Very tight play. Gibson wins a throw for Louisville City. Again on the far side, the right in the defensive half. It's going to be Manny Perez to take it. 
about 15 yards from the Louisville box. He's walking down the far sideline, throws it down the far sideline forward, looking for Lancaster, headed in the air by a Detroit player, five rows into the stands. It's another Louisville throw. A bit further forward now, about eight yards shy of the midfield stripe, with three minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half. We'll definitely see at least three minutes of stoppage time, you would imagine, because of the injury to Amu Menza. So you got to imagine there's at least three, maybe four minutes of stoppage time to be added. Ball forward towards Lancaster. A physical battle between these two teams right now, just trying to win the ball. It goes out for a Louisville throw on the far side of the right once again in the attacking half from Perez into Gibson. Back to Perez. He goes backwards to Tosh. Tosh further backward to Zimla, who's playing in the middle of the field out of his box. Swings it on the ground to the near side. The inside left is Sharpie. Touches it toward the midfield stripe into the center circle. It goes to Maris. Spins and plays it with his right foot to the right of the center circle. Tosh on the ground to the far sideline. Tosh's pass a bit too short there looking for Tellefson easily read and intercepted by Detroit long ball from Detroit looking for the goal scorer Morris the ball will check up for him on that far sideline trying to link up backwards with Suarez Louisville City though cuts it out Del Piccolo a touch to Gibson far sideline it goes to Tellefson at midfield here comes Louisville City into the middle to Dylan Maris into the attacking half Maris on the dribble across on the ground to Oscar Jimenez with plenty of time and space into the attacking half back from Jimenez to Maris 30 yards from goal standing on the ball Maris on his right foot, plays it inside right to Tosh, who's 20 yards past midfield. Wide right it goes to Tellefson outside of the box, dribbling in toward the penalty area. Tellefson still on the ball. He goes down. No foul called. No chance of a foul either. Detroit's Levis will clear it away, looking for Morris in the attacking half. He battles with a Louisville City player. It's out for a throw to Detroit. That was Sharpie doing the defending. And this throw for Detroit on the far side there, left near the midfield stripe with just over a minute to go plus stoppage time in a one to nothing game. And better with patient build up there going around the sideline, but you have to have the balance between working the ball slowly and then turning on the Jets to kind of go a little bit faster when you get into that final third to see if you can catch Detroit off guard because Detroit has been very good defensively, especially when they've gotten set in their defensive shape. Just under a minute to go in the first half, plus stoppage time. Louisville wins the ball back from that throw. Zimla touches it forward to Tosh. Tosh coming toward midfield, plays it into the center circle on the ground forward to Gibson. Wide left it goes to Sharpie. He's 20 yards into the attacking half. Sharpie trying to play a ball on the ground for Lancaster to chase toward the corner flag, overhit it. Lancaster not going to catch up to that anytime soon. It rolls out past the inline for a Detroit goal kick. And whatever momentum Louisville City seemed to have built about 10 minutes ago, Casey, feels like it's kind of gotten away from them now. And both teams looking a little bit ragged. It's become physical in the last five or six minutes. And I think both teams right now looking forward to getting into that locker room and getting a breather. Yeah, you can definitely tell the the pace of the game has slowed down and it's become more of a physical battle out on the field instead of kind of the fast-paced side-to-side ball-moving game that we were seeing in the first part. Long ball from Steinwasher picked up by Ballard, driving in towards several white shirts. Richard Ballard still with it. Dragging the ball from right to left in the attacking half. Plays it wide left now to Reese Williams. Middle of the field is Jop for Detroit. Back wide left, Williams. They're drifting backward here, Detroit. He goes further backward to the back line to Stephen Carroll. It's now to Matt Lewis, the right center back. Lewis just outside of the Detroit box. Wide right, it goes to Bryant. Intercepted by Ownby, but he can't keep it in play. Bryant Ownby with a good step just in front of Michael Bryant. And had he been able to keep his touch, he would have had an opportunity to race forward into the attacking end, but couldn't keep his touch. It's out for Detroit throw. And just super unfortunate there that Brian Ombi wasn't able to get on the end of it. I think if he was, he would have had Cameron Lancaster and him going 2v1. 
We've moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Referee has added a minimum of four minutes to this first half, one of which is already gone. So four minutes minimum. And three of those minimum four to go here in stoppage time. One to nothing the score in favor of Detroit. Jop with it to the left of the center circle for Detroit. He's hustled off the ball. Louisville City turns him over, but they give it right back. Maxi Rodriguez intercepts. Now to the far sideline toward a Detroit player. Some loose touches from both teams here, and Louisville regains possession. Jimenez in the center circle to the right of it to Tosh. Tosh wide right it goes to Manny Perez. Can Louisville find an answer here to even the score heading into the locker room break? They've got it in the attacking half. Sharpie with it. Now wide left it goes to Jimenez, trying to clip it through to Ombi, who made a darting run in front of him. It's blocked by Ballard. Back to Jimenez. He plays it back to Sharpie. Forward to Gibson into the center circle. Now Tosh. Tosh on the ground. A good ball to Del Piccolo. 25 yards from goal. Rolls it forward. Left side of the box. Ombi. His cross. Blocked behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner. To Louisville City from the near side the left. That was some good stuff from Louisville. I will say really good and much quicker from going from one point to the other and trying to, try to make four and five passes to get there. They made two passes and were able to release Brian Ombi. Really good recovery run there for Detroit. Ombi was trying to drive that across the goal face, but a great opportunity here at the end of the first half to see if they can get a solid look on goal, see if they can get one in the back of the net to even this up. Fourth Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City. This one from the near side, the left. Here it comes in the air toward the penalty spot. Steinwatch for the goalkeeper with a punch. High end of the air, still losing the box. Lancaster tries to bring it down. Ombi in there as well. Looked like some players wanted a handball call. It was cleared away by Detroit all the way near midfield. Gibson, the last man back for Louisville City. Clips it high into the air, just trying to get it back into the mixer. Knocked down by Detroit, but Tellefson slides over to win the ball back, and Louisville still with the attack. Nearing the final moments of the first half. Jimenez, ball into the box with his left foot over everyone's head and behind. A goal kick to Detroit. And that might just be the final opportunity that Louisville City has in this first half. I'll say super unfortunate because Oscar Jimenez has had really good services so far in this first half. So to be able to end on such a poor ball into the box, he had two runners there at the back post he was trying to hit and just got underneath it and lofted it a bit too much. A little unfortunate there for Jimenez. Still got just under a minute to go in this minimum four of stoppage time. Steinwasher's goal kick sent long toward the right side. Ombi wins the header. Just flicked it on towards Lancaster to give chase. Steinwasher, though, the first to react. He gets to it outside of the box. It's a long once again into the Detroit attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. An exchange of headers here between the two teams. Ombi once again battling with Ballard. Ombi goes down and... It's going to be a foul against Detroit and a booking for Detroit. Michael Bryant showing a world of beer yellow card. We mentioned over the last 10, 15 minutes, this game has turned much more physical. And now temper is starting to flare as Paolo Del Piccolo is in the face of the referee arguing and shouting here. And Ownby bleeding, it looked like, from the face after a collision there, if I'm not mistaken. This has gotten a bit physical late on. Yeah, and it's just uh, a bit dangerous play there from Bryant coming in from behind not really safe at all and Brian Omi does have a cut on his face if the training staff came on and dealt with it and Brian Omi was able to continue on he would not have to go off the field because there was a yellow card but the referee pointing for him to go to the sidelines we have played officially the four minutes so I don't know how much extra time will be added after this set piece it is a world of beer yellow card for Michael Bryant for Detroit the right back and Ombi has been the target for a lot of the physical play tonight, whether it's been Ballard, in this case Bryant, and Ombi, as you mentioned, Casey, off the field for the moment, getting some treatment, and probably will have to get some stitches, I would think, at halftime at least, uh, after taking what looked like a stud to the face there. So 
Louisville City with a fifth third free kick. It's on the midfield stripe. Ombi returns to play after getting patched up. Jimenez standing over this free kick. This surely will be the final moment of the half. We've played five minutes of the minimum four of stoppage time. Jimenez's fifth third free kick hit into the air, into the penalty area, and easily caught by the goalkeeper. No one there to challenge in white either. And Steinwasher caught it, went down to the ground, and surely now that's the final moment of the first half. Yeah, I don't know if this if Jimenez played the ball wrong or if the runners didn't make the runs or what happened there, but it looked like it was almost like Oscar Jimenez was just passing it to Steinwasher there, kind of a wasted set piece. After the ball put back in play, it's out for Louisville throw, but that'll be stopped before the throw can come in. That's the end of the first half. The referee, Alexis De Silva, blowing his whistle. Detroit City has a one to nothing lead over Louisville City. It could have been 2 to nothing. They had one over the goal line in the opening minute of the game that was not called a goal, but they scored for certain about four minutes later in the fifth minute of the game. Ben Morris, the Englishman, scoring for Detroit to give them the lead over Louisville City with 45 minutes to go. We'll take a timeout. The Breeze Airways Halftime Report coming your way next. Louisville City trails Detroit 1 to nothing. You're listening here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. PN Louisville. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome into the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. Louisville City trailing Detroit City by a one to nothing score. Detroit scoring five minutes into the game. And Louisville City trailing at halftime. Casey Whitfield, not a good sign for this team. Yeah, it's really has not been good so far. So a couple little fun stats for you here. Louisville City have a record of zero wins, one draw, and four losses when conceding the opening goal in the USL Championship this season. But they've also failed to win in their last seven matches when conceding the opening goal in the USL Championship, dating back to October 6th, 2022, against Detroit City. So... Not doing very well when they give up the goals. If there is a silver lining there, though, maybe it's that the last time they were able to make a comeback, it was against this Detroit that team. That is true. That albeit is last true. season. So uh, what would you make of that first half? I mean, for Louisville City to come out and concede, really they gave up two goals in the first five minutes. One was over the line and not called as after it ricocheted off the underside of the crossbar. Uh, and then they gave up a goal that was certain about four minutes after that. A flat, flat start for Louisville City on the road, but they had some moments that created some chances, albeit none of them were particularly threatening. They do ultimately have more shots in the first half than Detroit by a tally of 9-4. to What What'd you make of the entire first 45 minutes? I'll start with the positives. I think the big positive was Cameron Lancaster. I thought that he was really good. I thought he was moving off the ball well. He was able to create some more scoring opportunities. I thought Oscar Jimenez had some great services into the box. I think the services from the back line trying to chip it over top to the front players were really good at times and that's how they were able to get a lot of their opportunities. But for the negatives, it just it's you have nine shots with two of them on target and you still don't have a goal when the other team has four shots with only one on target and one of them hit the woodwork and really went in. So it's just 
they're creating the chances, but none of them were extremely threatening. I never felt like one of them was like, yes, they should have had that. That was a great shot, great goal. It should have been a goal. They were just good shots. Didn't really challenge the keeper. Um, And then defensively, just checking out a little bit too much. Some stupid fouls in the middle of the field leading to set pieces. It, It... it's just it comes in waves and it's just trying to figure out how they can keep the wave going forward going in their direction to try to get a little bit more going offensively um, because they're not out of this game by any means but it's there just there wasn't an opportunity maybe you disagree there was an opportunity where I was like Yes, they should have scored. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. The the shots that were on target, the two of them for Louisville City, uh, were not particularly threatening to the goalkeeper. The, the one that comes to mind is that free kick for Cameron Lancaster where he hit it right at Steinwasher, made a very comfortable save. Um, in terms of changes in the second half that we can look forward to, again, Louisville City with a ton of injured players coming into this game, and that's going to hit relatively hard in the attacking end of things as well, with Mushigalusa out for this game, with Wilson Harris out for this game. In terms of attacking options, Martin Powell's the Dutch center forward is available. Ray Serrano as a winger is available. Niall McCabe can play in an attacking position. Elijah Winder, same goes for him. And really, if you're looking to try and forge a comeback in the second half, those are your real options to turn to if you're Danny Cruz on the bench. Yeah, I definitely think that we will see Ray Serrano coming in, trying to be a little bit more creative player out on the wing because there is a lot of time and space on the wings. It's been a battle out there, and Ombi can attest for that one. He really got beat up there in the first half. But I think we'll definitely see Ray Serrano. I think we could even see Mogel come in there. He did very well in the friendly. He played a lot of minutes, so I don't think we'll see him for too, too long. But I definitely think we could see him. He can be very dynamic in the middle of the field. And uh, Winder is another one just to kind of come in and run at that back line. The back line is not very good under pressure, and the goalkeeper sometimes holds on to the ball a little bit too long. So if you can put a player like Winder in and just tell him, just run at them, that could, that could kind of cause some chaos and uh, lead to some turnovers. So those are the three that I definitely think we'll see. Uh, oh, and, and I think we'll see McCabe for Del Piccolo. I think that's just going to kind of be a straight swap for them, but I think that's kind of a given because I don't think either one of them can play the full 90 and really be... Uh, a positive factor for a full 90 minutes. Plenty of things for Danny Cruz to consider in that halftime locker room break right now. His team trails Detroit City one to nothing. If they are able to forge a comeback and win tonight's game, you can win tomorrow. That's because Louisville City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free, small, frosty when the boys in purple are victorious. No purchase necessary. The offer valid the day following a Louisville City win. You can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. The boys in purple with some work to do if it's going to be a free, frosty Thursday for you here across the Louisville area. More to talk about on this Breeze Airways halftime report, including Racing Louisville. They're back in action after a week off. They face Chicago on Friday night at Lynn Family Stadium. We'll look ahead to that game and the Women's World Cup as well when we come back. Again, the halftime score, Detroit 1, Louisville nothing. You're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Louisville City trails Detroit 1 to nothing on the road in Michigan. 
This is the first of a very busy back half of your week of soccer. If you're a Louisville soccer fan, racing Louisville in action on Friday night at Lynn Family Stadium, a 7 o'clock kickoff against the Chicago Red Stars in the NWSL Challenge Cup. Tickets available for that game, racingloufc.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City. And Lou City back at home in action Saturday night as well against Birmingham Legion. But let's talk about that racing Louisville game, Casey Whitfield. Racing coming off of a week off, the midweek summer break uh, in the NWSL where everybody had a few days away and where there were no games played. The Challenge Cup racing leads their division in the Challenge Cup. They've won all three games they've played. The next three games for racing will all be these Challenge Cup games. It's an opportunity for some young players to get some playing time with several players away at the World Cup. And it's also an opportunity for Racing Louisville to chase a trophy. Uh, they've got a, a serious leg up on the competition in this Central Division. If they can go on and clinch a spot in the semifinals, that million-dollar prize on the line in this Challenge Cup tournament and an opportunity for Racing Louisville to really go and try and win it. Well, not only all of that, but also to help build their confidence going forward because if they're able to... If they're able to begin <laughs> to get some goals going forward to score, then they're going to have confidence going into the league, and that's exactly what they they need. And it's a perfect game to kind of start with these young players against a team like Chicago Red Stars who really have just not had it going for them this season. Defensively, they haven't been able to put the pieces together. Offensively, they, they haven't been able to find an answer to losing Mallory Swanson. So it's a perfect opportunity for the for racing to be able to get some confidence, get some players some minutes, and really score some goals at Lynn Family Stadium. Yeah, that's a, a fun sight to see. And more than one reason to come out to this game, not only should you come out to support racing Louisville and see them potentially have a good performance against Chicago, there's going to be a watch party for Team USA, the U.S. Women's National Team in action, immediately following the racing game. That game's set to start 9 o'clock local time out in New Zealand. The opening of the Women's World Cup for the U.S., taking on Vietnam, and there is going to be a watch party at Lynn Family Stadium after the Racing Louisville game concludes. So that'll be a really fun night for the fans that show up and an opportunity to watch Team USA with Savannah DeMello. Maybe she'll play. We'll when, see. When Savannah DeMello plays, That's not right. if she plays, when we are still willing it into the universe. I am putting it out there. So when she plays, exactly. in, the, in the words exactly. of Casey Whitfield, that'll be a lot of fun on Friday night. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets to get your seats for that one. And I have horribly timed half time they are out on the field and ready to go in detroit so we'll just keep it here and zach if you could add on a break at the end of the pro of the program i would much appreciate it one to nothing to score in favor of detroit that halftime was brought to you by breeze airways and we are underway in the second half louisville city moving from left to right detroit moving from right to left switching ends in the second half and no changes that i have spotted thus far casey if there are any changes we will bring them to you as soon as we know loose ball along the louisville city back line where it is settled down by west sharpie he plays back to zimla the goalkeeper zimla forward to tosh tosh under a little bit of pressure there from reese williams goes back to zimla and louisville trying to build out of the back zimla forward to sharpie on the left side he touches the ball forward at a walking pace toward the midfield stripe clips it down the far sideline looking for ownby headed away by detroit but the referee blew his whistle here and has given a foul against Detroit, giving Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in their defensive half, about five yards shy of the midfield stripe 
to the left of the center circle. And I'm wondering how Louisville City is going to respond to that first half. I'd always wanted to be a fly on the wall to hear what Danny Cruz has to say at halftime because it seems that in previous matches they've been able to come out with a different energy in the second half. So they're definitely going to need to do something like that today if they want to try to get back into this match. Detroit throw on the near side there left near midfield. They throw it down the near sideline towards Williams, battling with Manny Perez. Louisville clears the ball forward. Ombi trying to hold it up. He can't do anything with it. Here's Detroit coming forward with Richard Ballard. A collision between Ballard and Del Piccolo. Gives it up to Dario Suarez. Wide left that goes to Williams. They're in the Louisville defensive half here, Detroit, trying to add on to their one-goal lead. Williams wide left of the Louisville penalty area. Spinning on the ball, trying to get past Manny Perez. He does so. Well done by Williams. Ball in, knocked behind by Sean Tosh. But the referee's going to pull it back for a foul before that as Williams and Manny Perez were back physically, Perez called for tugging Williams' jersey from behind. It's going to be a free kick to Detroit just to the left of the Louisville box here. And Perez almost a little bit too patient there because Williams dribbling with his right foot, which is the foot closest to Perez, not really protecting the ball a whole lot. And I think Manny Perez just kind of mistimes that challenge ever so slightly, which is why it leaded to a foul. Williams needed to have that ball on his left foot to, and I think he'd been able to be more successful. He would have still gotten the foul, but I think Perez just kind of mistiming that challenge. This one between, halfway between the edge of the box and the near sideline. Dario Suarez standing over it. We've seen him score spectacular goals this year. He drives it in, and it's headed away by a Louisville City defender. Middle of the field that comes here to Maxi Rodriguez. And Rodriguez tried to play it in towards the Louisville box, and it goes behind for a Louisville goal kick. We've played nearly three minutes in the second half. Detroit in the lead one to nothing. And good defending there from Louisville City. Good patient defending. Now an opportunity for them to try to get forward and see if they can begin to spark their attack. Gibson touches it wide left to Sharpie. Sharpie dribbling around a Detroit defender into the center circle he goes. Plays the ball trying to switch fields from middle to the near side the right. It was behind Manny Perez. And Dylan Maris comes over and is able to win a throw for Louisville City. Great hustle there from Dylan Maris. Great work and intensity. The throw coming on the near sideline the right from Perez into Maris on the inside right in the attacking half. Backward it goes to Gibson. Keeps it alive under pressure to the near side to Perez near the midfield stripe. Forward on the inside right is Maris once again. He turns and dribbles into the middle of the field. He's just past the center circle. Stops, turns back to his right. Clips it in the air down the right side. Into the box is Tellefson. He can't catch up to the ball. Detroit touches it aside and then clears it wide. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side. The Louisville right well into the attacking half here. Perez throws it in to Maris once again on the inside right trying to control the ball under pressure from Rodriguez Rodriguez wins the ball but clears it forward intercepted by Tosh Tosh forward to Tillerson on the overlap is uh, Paolo Del Piccolo wide right of the penalty area on his left foot here's his cross high into the air headed up by Detroit in the middle of the field it falls to Dario Suarez for Detroit he's trying to come forward knocked down from behind gently by Oscar Jimenez but it is a foul the referee blows his whistle giving Detroit a free kick in the middle of the field in their defensive half and that will end Louisville's opportunity with numbers forward yeah and it looks like Oscar Jimenez got a little bit too handsy in the back and that's where the foul comes from but for Louisville City it's just not sharp enough offensively it, it the passings the passes are off the timing of it is off and that's just leading to poor attacks it has to be sharper it has to be cleaner when they get into that final third Stephen Carroll the center back the captain takes the free kick for Detroit sends it long into the Louisville defensive half 
And it's out for a Louisville throw on the far side. The Louisville left deep in the defensive final third from Louisville's perspective. About eight yards from the corner flag. The left back for Louisville tonight. Oscar Jimenez will take the throw. Infield it goes to Del Piccolo. He heads it on forward. And it's brought down by Detroit, but they give it away. Maybe an opportunity for Louisville to break. It's through to Ownby. He's behind the defense. Ownby racing in towards the box. Two runners in the middle. Ownby plays it to Maris. Maris wide right. It goes to Tellison. Back to Maris, and it's intercepted. Dylan Maris couldn't get on the end of that pass. Maybe Tellison should have had the opportunity to shoot. Instead, he tried to play unselfishly and have the extra pass. It was intercepted by Rodriguez. And finally, Detroit clears the ball out for a Louisville City throw. That a golden opportunity for Louis City to tie the score. Shoot the ball. I get the pass that Maris makes out wide to Tellefson. I still think Maris could have had a shot there. But what is Tellefson doing? I know he's got a sharp angle, but you got to shoot the ball. I mean, that is just completely unacceptable to be on a 3v2 and not even get a shot off. It's just not, it's not good decision making in the final third. Just trying to be a little too creative almost in a game where you're trailing, in a game where you've Struggle to test the goalkeeper. You have to take every chance you can get. And they do not take that one there. Louisville, though, wins the ball back in their defensive half. They've got it with Gibson. Across midfield it goes. Here is Jimenez playing well forward on the inside left. Wide left on the far sideline is Ownby. Backward in the defensive half, Sharpie the left center back. Further backward to Zimla, the goalkeeper, playing 30 yards out of his box. On the ground forward on the right is Tosh. Just to the right of the center circle, he plays it to Gibson. First time ball wide right to Manny Perez. Perez looking through towards Tellefson, but a poor pass. Well read and intercepted by Richard Ballard. Williams on, the end, uh, on it now. Plays it back to... Carroll. Carroll plays it forward. It's knocked down and a loose ball picked up once again by Williams. He finally just clears it forward. Morris giving chase for Detroit. He can't touch it. Sharpie was there first. Back to Zimla. Zimla nearly gives it away, but the pass finds Gibson. And here comes Louisville. Gibson, ball over the top. Tellison giving chase. It'll check up for him. Tellison just outside of the box on the right side. Looking to cross. Puts it in towards Lancaster and it's stabbed behind. No, it's stabbed still alive in play as the defender didn't clear it behind. Perez brings it down for Louisville City. Here's his cross into the to the back post. Nobody there in white over everyone's head. Levis will keep it alive for Detroit on that far sideline and he'll finally clear it upfield now toward Morris. Morris knocked it backward to Jop. Jop trying to play a diagonal. It's over everyone's head. No one making a run down the near sideline out for a Louisville throw. It's not a bad look for Tellison to try to play a driven ball to Cameron Lancaster. I feel sometimes like Lancaster makes the run too often behind the defender, which makes it really difficult for the service to find him. I would like to see him ever so often try to change it up and see if he can cut in front of the defender to kind of get a flick on the ball. But it's better in the build-up play. Jimenez cross into Del Piccolo, and Del Piccolo directs it in! Oh, a first-time finish for Paolo Del Piccolo! The captain scores for Louisville City! on a terrific finish with his preferred left foot on a delivery from Oscar Jimenez. And Louisville City has evened the scoring. It's Detroit City 1, Louisville City 1. As we get a look at the replay here, Casey, a terrific ball in from Jimenez, and it was Paolo Del Piccolo that just redirects it, snuck it in between that near post and the goalkeeper Steinwasher to even the scoring eight minutes into the second half. When we talked about how good the services had been from Oscar Jimenez and how he was a huge positive in the first half, and he's just continuing that again here in the second half, it's a beautiful ball to find Del Piccolo, and Del Piccolo does very well to also step in front of the defender and get to the ball first. Too often players wait for the ball to come to them, and that doesn't allow 
them to be able to get on the end of the ball, but Paulo Del Piccolo goes to it, and I don't think Steinwasher saw it. They might actually they might have called a foul they on him. They have. They've pulled it back. The goal isn't going to count. They pull it back for a foul on Del Piccolo. We're watching the replay here to see what happens. And it must have been on Ombi for pulling Ombi down the defender. Ombi might have been offsides uh, or in an offside position. It. And because he was in the pathway of Steinwasher, they're saying that he obstructed the view of the ball going in to the goal. And he, he threw off Steinwasher, and that would be why. So but no I don't goal. know if I agree with that. Yeah, no goal for Louisville City. It remains one to nothing to Detroit. A terrific finish from Del Piccolo wiped off the board by a call from, I believe, the assistant referee on the near sideline, Danny Cruz, giving him an earful. Louisville City coming forward now. They play it forward to Ownby. Steinwasher beats him to that 50-50 ball, but the offside flag goes up against Ownby here. It wouldn't have counted anyway. As we get another look at that goal situation, Jimenez put the ball into the box. It was towards Lewis, and either Ownby had to be in an offside position or he had a little tug of the jersey maybe. It is a harsh call, I think, against Louisville City here to deny them a tying goal in the second half. Yeah, because it looked like Carroll was back and holding Ombi on sides. That's literally the only thing that I could think of it being would be an offsides call because I, I didn't see enough contact in there to really be a foul by any means the way this game has played out. I mean, if they called that as a foul, I think that's pretty petty. Here comes Detroit with it in the attacking half with Levis. Drops it off on the left side to Suarez. He'll switch fields from left to right, hitting it in the air to the far sideline. Coming forward for Detroit. He's just able to keep it in play. Looks like maybe Maxi Rodriguez. He clipped in across. It was blocked behind, and it's going to be a corner to Detroit from the far side, the Detroit right in the Louisville City attacking half, or Louisville City defensive half, I should say. And there's still, oh, it might have hit Ombi's hand after mm. seeing this replay here. Maybe that's what the call was. Because if you look, it could, his hand I, is extended, hand but I don't think out. it touches it. it. I mean, I really wish I, that we could figure out what the call was because they keep showing the replay of it. And every time I'm still trying to figure out what the call actually is. Here's the Detroit corner hit in towards the near post. Cleared away by Gibson. A secondary clearance further forward by Jimenez. Levis will keep it alive for Detroit. He goes all the way back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher, in the Detroit half. We've played 11 minutes in the second half, and Detroit in the lead 1 to nothing. They scored five minutes into the game. Louisville thought they had tied it just moments ago, but the referee waves it off. Long ball forward from Detroit, cleared away by Manny Perez, out for a Detroit throw on the near side. Their left, about 15 yards from the corner flag, and now they're going to push the throw further backward on that clearance. It'll be Levis. The Canadian to take it, has the ball over his head, looking for a teammate, throws it down toward the inline, headed away by Manny Perez, into the chest of Dylan Maris. He just clips it over his shoulder, trying to get it out of danger. Jop chests it down. Jop clips it into the box towards Maxi Rodriguez, headed out of the box by Sharpie. Another header there from Jimenez, and Louisville City comes down with the ball. Maris, though, gives it away. Ballard trying to chase it down, a loose ball. Ownby has a touch. Ownby goes down. Ownby's fouled. So Brian Ombi draws a foul to end that little back-and-forth moment. 
It'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick just to the left of the center circle in their defensive half. Yeah, and the ball bouncing around quite a bit there. Ombi does really well to try to turn there, and it looks like Williams just completely comes through and swipes his legs out from under him. Definitely a foul and an opportunity for Louisville City to kind of push out of the back, regroup, and see if they can get going forward a little bit more. Fifth-third free kick taken on the ground by Zimla, the goalkeeper, to Tosh, now Sharpie, to the left of the center circle. He's into the attacking half now on his right foot, plays it on the ground to Maris, now Gibson, middle of the field. Wide right it goes to Perez, looking at a cross. Instead, he'll step on the ball, play it back on the inside right to Gibson. Gibson dribbles in field, plays it on the ground to the inside left to Sharpie, who's 20 yards across into the attacking half. Wide left it goes to Jimenez. Back to Gibson, dead middle of the field, about 40 yards from goal. Here's Tosh, well into the attacking half. Tosh clipping a ball into the box, brought down by Maris. Maris turns and has a hit, and it's over the bar. And behind for a Detroit goal kick. Dylan Maris brought the ball down. Down nicely, turned on his right foot and tried to hit it on the half volley. It was always going to sail over the bar. Well, it was always going to sail over the ball because as he goes to strike it, he's leaning back and because he's leaning back the way that he is, it's always going to go up. He has to see if he can get his body over top of the ball a little bit more and if he's able to do that, he might get it down onto target. But regardless, a good ball from Sean Tosh and a, a good look. Louisville City right now with 56% possession. As we stand in the 59th minute, they've generated 10 shots out of that possession, two of them on target. They have really, I think, been the better team, Casey, since that Detroit goal early on in the game, but nothing to show for it yet on the scoreboard. Detroit still leads it one to nothing. Fifth third free kick given to Louisville City. They play it forward down the near sideline to Tellefson. He's hustled off the ball. Here comes Detroit forward with Reese Williams, well into the attacking half, dribbling into the box on the left side. He still hasn't been picked up, and his pass is deflected into the goal. It is a second for Detroit. Reese Williams was trying to cross it into the middle toward the penalty spot. It was deflected by the defender who was on him, Wes Sharpie, and it went past Zimla into the back of the Louisville net, and Detroit has doubled their advantage nearly on the hour mark. It is Detroit 2, Louisville City nothing, and that is a disastrous moment for the boys in purple on the road to concede in that fashion. Well, it's really poor defending in my opinion the ball comes or he's able to win the ball it's a nice little give and go and Sean Tosh just giving him way too much space and he kind of stops and he when he stops there Williams turns it into a second gear and Sean Tosh is completely lost and then he's always trailing and when Williams tries to play it across it deflects off of Tosh's foot and into the back of the net so really I have no idea what Sean Tosh was doing in the middle of the field why he stopped and did like a little turn, a pirouette almost in the middle of the field, but he was not close enough to Reese James and just extremely poor defending all around. Yeah, you're absolutely correct there, Casey. It was Sean Tosh, not Wes Sharpie, as I initially thought. That they're giving credit to Williams for that goal. It might go down as an own goal, but for now they give credit to Reese Williams, and it's two to nothing to Detroit. Just past the hour mark, just under 30 minutes to go in this game, plus stoppage time, and Louisville City currently looking at a sixth defeat this season right now, unless they can conjure some kind of late comeback. Throw in from Louisville City into their penalty area. Lancaster couldn't bring it down. Cleared away by Carroll. Sends it long into the attacking half for Detroit where I believe Levis is trying to give chase. Actually, that's Morris. But Zimla, well out of his box, beats him to the ball. And then Louisville City concedes a throw on the near sideline to Detroit. 
in near midfield. And Louisville City is going to go to the bench here and make a trio of substitutions with 29 minutes to go. We'll see if the referee allows them to come in. It's going to be Elijah Winder, Martin Powells, and Niall McCabe to check in when the referee does allow these subs. Ball back in play, it looks like, from the throw. I mean, they've got to do something to see if they can get some offense going to get something going to change the momentum of this game because it really... Even though I feel like Louisville City has seen most of the ball, they haven't been able to really create much except for the one goal that they had disallowed. Louisville coming forward. Tosh clips the ball in the air down the inside right channel for Manny Perez, who is playing well forward outside of the Detroit box. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side, the Louisville right, and well into their attacking half in the attacking final third, in fact. It'll be Manny Perez to take the throw. Sends it in towards Paolo Del Piccolo. Couldn't control it, but it's out for another Louisville throw on the near side, the right, as Detroit had a couple of defenders there who got a touch to it. It'll be Manny Perez to take it once again, but now we're going to have the substitutions. That we alluded to. It's going to be Martin Powells, Elijah Winder, and Niall McCabe coming on in place of Paolo Del Piccolo, Tyler Gibson, and Rasmus Tellefson. So all three of those substitutions brought to you by Fortna in the 63rd minute. Danny Cruz looks to change formation here a little bit, Casey. He's going to bring on two center forwards with both Lancaster and Powells out there. So a switch it looks like to a 4-4-2. Yeah, and I think you're going to see Brian Ombi kind of sitting in the 10 spot, being a free to kind of go wherever he likes. And also, if you look at the midfield, it's a very aggressive offensive midfield. I think now McCabe is going to be one that might sit a little bit deeper when normally we've seen him pushing higher up the field. Louisville with the ball in the attacking half. Tosh sends it wide right to Perez just outside of the box. Dribbling in against Reese Williams. Here's his cross. Knocked away by a head of a Detroit defender. Ownby was making a run to that near post. It's another Louisville City throw on the near side, the right. In the 64th minute now, Louisville trailing at 2 to nothing to Detroit City up in Michigan. Throw comes in to Elijah Winder with his back to goal. Plays it back to Perez. Perez tripped up. He goes down. Is there a foul? There is. So Louisville City with a fifth-third free kick. This is between the edge of the box on the right side and the near sideline. It'll play quite a bit like a corner. So there was no question that that was a foul, and it is going to play just like a corner kick, except it's going to pull off the line ever so slightly, which I think is going to be for a better service. I would imagine that you would have Niall McCabe take this ball to send into the back post and just looking for those targets between Sean Tosh, Powell's, even Lancaster to be your three big targets in the middle of the box. McCabe standing over it as the right-footed option. Mara is standing over it as a left-footed option. A two-man wall just at the edge of the penalty area for Detroit. Both players standing over it. Referee still organizing things in the middle. Here it comes. It'll be McCabe on his right foot over everyone's head intended for. It looked like Wes Sharpie on that back post. He was battling with a Detroit defender. Couldn't really get the leap that he wanted to try and contest the ball in the air. And it went over his head. It's out for Detroit throw past that far sideline on the Detroit right. Yeah, it just looks like he got pulled down ever so much. It's not going to be enough for a foul or anything like that. Uh, decent service into the box. It's maybe just a little bit high to, for any of the players to get on the end of it. But you got to see Louisville City beginning to build some momentum, have a little bit more urgency when they're going forward. Louisville wins the ball back. Martin Powell's in the middle of the field, tried to clip it with the outside of his foot to either Winder or Lancaster. Neither of them could catch up to it, and the goalkeeper Steinwasher picks it up. And by the way, they have officially credited, credited that second Detroit goal as an own goal against Sean Tosh of Louisville City. So it does officially go down as an own goal now. We're in the 65th minute Detroit with a 2 to nothing lead. And the ball out for a Detroit throw in the attacking half now. On the far side, the Detroit right in 
about 25 yards past the midfield stripe. It'll be Michael Bryant, who's on a yellow card, to take the throw on the far side. And it comes in now for Detroit in the middle of the field to Suarez, defended by Powell's. Wide right it goes to Ballard, looking to cross. Here it is, a decent one, headed away by Manny Perez. Falls to Jop, middle of the field. Plays it wide left here toward Morris to keep it alive. Backward to Levis. Levis goes further backward to Carroll, and Detroit still with the ball. Carroll in the defensive half, a long diagonal from the middle of the field to the right side, and he got his pass wrong. A difficult one, but he didn't find his target. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the Louisville left in the defensive half. Jimenez in to Niall McKay, back to Jimenez sends it long for someone to chase. Elijah Winder maybe had a touch, but Carroll clears it forward for Detroit. Headed away by Sharpie just outside of the Louisville box. Knocked down to Jimenez. Jimenez trying to keep play alive. Couldn't control it. It's out for a Detroit throw on the far side, the Detroit right in their defensive half. And I think it's for Louisville City right now, they really have to put a lot of emphasis on when they turn Detroit over, making sure that they connect the next two, three passes. Because right now they're turning them over. They're able to connect short, but the minute that they look to go big, they're turning the ball right back over, over and they're not able to relieve any of that pressure that they're under. Detroit with it. Levis on the near side. The left played it forward. It'll fall back to Levis, though. An opportunity to cross with his left foot. Low on the ground. Dummied on by Rodriguez towards Morris. Cleared away by Louisville City. Jop keeps it alive in the midfield for Detroit as he plays it back to Lewis in the center circle. Momentum right now with Detroit as they have a 2-0 lead looking to add a third. Goes to the right side. Ballard clips it forward towards Suarez. Brings it down outside of the box. Tried to play it through towards Morris who was making a run forward. It's knocked down by Louisville City. Here's Powell's dribbling into the attacking half. Powell's though. Sliding challenge comes in from Jop and he just easily takes the ball away from the 6-7 man. Powell's trying to win the ball back and he commits a foul. It is going to be a free kick to Detroit in their attacking half on the inside left, about a yard or two past the midfield stripe. Levis drawing the foul against Martin Powell's. The problem is there, Powell's wins the ball and he turns to go forward and there's no options going forward for him. There's no movement up top. Lancaster sitting up there towards the middle. He has to sort of make a run or come and support Powell's so they can keep possession there instead of forcing Powell's to dribble when there is all kinds of pressure around him. If him and if Lancaster and Powell's are able to kind of link up there, they're going to be able to keep possession. Reese Williams does a number on Manny Perez. Clips the ball into the box with his right foot to the far side. On the inline line is Ballard. Ballard clips it back in the middle towards Suarez. Headed up by Maris. Shot comes in. It's wide. Did it ricochet off the post? It stayed alive. Cleared out of the box by Ownby. And Bryant will bring it down for Detroit. Couple of ping-ponging balls around the Louisville City box. And Detroit... Nearly able to add a third to their total. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the left. As we get a look at the replay here, Ballard just put it back into the middle of the field. It was headed out, headed high into the air by McCabe, and then the shot did come through, and it did go off the post. So Louisville City really lackadaisical at the back there and is probably lucky Casey did not concede a third time. I couldn't agree more. It just has not been very good defensively for Louisville City. They've allowed Detroit to have way too many second, third looks on target, which normally they don't. They haven't been tight in their defensive shape and they've been disorganized with their marks. Louisville with the ball on the left side at the midfield stripe is Sharpie over the top toward Powell's. Powell's does well to hold it up. Tried to head it into the middle to Lancaster. Intercepted there by Carroll. He'll clear it away down the middle, giving a chase as Morris. Zimla pops it into the air well out of the box from the header. Tosh, though, calmly and smartly, the veteran heads it back to Zimla, who picks it up in his penalty area as he can do on a header from his teammate. He rolls it forward to Tosh. Now it's picked up by McCabe. McCabe forward in the attacking half. Lancaster. 
drifting toward midfield, holds it up, plays it back to McCabe. Now he returns it to Lancaster on the near side. Lancaster trying to play it into the center circle, a poor pass, easily intercepted by Detroit. Here they come with an opportunity to pounce. Detroit with it, with Suarez on the right side, into Ballard in the penalty area. Ballard, here's Suarez on the curler, it's off the post, rebound, hit over the bar. Was there an offside flag? There was in the end. No, or is they it just, did not. It's, a goal it's kick. just a goal kick. It the ref, Reese I don't Williams. think, was in position. He was about five yards back trying to make the recovery run. Uh, so he wasn't able to see whether that was offsides or not. But again, another shot off the post for Detroit. Another, you know, saving moment there for Louisville City to still somehow be in this game because that's three now off the post that could have ended up in the back of the net. It's actually Ben Morris who had the second opportunity. Louisville, a ball forward. It's going to check up for Powell's collision between Powell's and the goalkeeper. No foul called yet and no foul called at all. Detroit comes out of the crowd with the ball. Martin Powell's and the goalkeeper on a 50-50 ball collided and the referee with a good look at it, he was about five yards away, didn't blow his whistle. It's out for a Detroit throw on the far side. The Detroit right with 20 minutes to go. Detroit in front, 2 to nothing. Steinwasher, the goalkeeper for Detroit, down hurt. Powell's down on the turf as well. It'd be interesting to see the replay of that because it looked like a 50-50 challenge coming in, but both players still on the ground. And I don't think the ref has even signaled for either training staff to come on and see the players. Um, so a, a little difficult to see. Powell's got the yeah, touch. Yeah, I, I think that's a foul on Steinwasher because Powell's comes in with the touch and Steinwasher comes in completely reckless. Powell's establishes the ball there. That should be a foul and a free kick outside the box. That's not a good call there from the referee. And again on this turf, the ball just seemed to check up there, Casey, a little bit to give Powell's the opportunity. Referee did not make a call and no foul there at all against either side. Referee has now allowed the training staff to come on to check on Steinwasher. Powell's okay. He's back to his feet. But Steinwasher very shaken up after taking the brunt of that collision. And we'll have a pause in play as Detroit checks on their goalkeeper here. But that's another call, Casey, that Louisville City feels a little bit hard done by. Louisville had tied the game, we thought. About 11 minutes into the second half, Del Piccolo had put it into the back of the net on a terrific finish with his left foot. And ultimately, the referee pulled that goal back for, I think, ultimately what we determined a handball against Brian Ownby that wasn't based on replays. Certainly a fishy call one way or the other, a questionable call. And now another questionable call against Louisville City with Powell's not drawing that foul. And to be fair to Detroit, they had a ball that was clearly over the line in the first half, but the referee didn't see it that way and didn't give the goal. So there have been three refereeing decisions in this game that have really made an impact as Steinwasher has uh, risen back to his feet. Yeah, and it's you never want the game to come down to the decisions of the referee. I mean, I guess you could say now that Detroit has scored a goal and Lucidia has scored a goal and both have gotten called back, so it kind of evens out at that point. But you got to imagine how much that changes the game. If that first goal would have been allowed, how much the game would have changed. And, and so just a little bit frustrating that these big decisions are being missed uh, but hopefully Louisville City is able to, again, control the controllables back to my keys to the game, put it behind them, and see if they can continue to play their game, go forward, and, and get back into this one. 17 and a half minutes to go. Detroit in front, 2 to nothing. Morris scored five minutes in, then an own goal scored by Sean Tosh in the second half, giving Detroit that 2 to nothing lead. Fifth-third free kick drawn by Brian Obey. Here comes Dylan Maris dribbling in towards the Detroit box. He's turned away. 
just to the left of it, drops it off backward to McCabe. He's going to put a ball in, high into the air toward the near side. It'll check up for Manny Perez outside of the box with his back to goal. Perez now faces up, plays it back to Tosh, who's well forward. Tosh's cross, hooking away from goal towards, I believe, Niall McCabe, but he couldn't get on the end of it. Detroit cleared all the way to midfield. Sharpie kept it alive. McCabe turns, plays it to the right side of the center circle to Tosh, who's drifted into the defensive half now. He'll turn and dribble forward. Wide right it goes to McCabe. Into the attacking half. Inside right is Manny Perez. Just about 30 yards from goal. Perez dribbling into the middle of the field. Plays it to the left side to Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez drives in across. Cleared away high into the air by Detroit. Perez comes up to try and win the ball. Battling with Ballard. Ballard brings it down and clears it away. His clearance into the attacking half. Morris giving chase. He's battling with Tosh. Tosh with a shoulder-to-shoulder challenge. And the referee has pulled it back for a foul earlier in the run against Richard Ballard. Actually, it's called against Louisville City. Against Oscar Jimenez for a challenge with Richard Ballard. And this will give Detroit a free kick in their defensive half on the far side there, right about 15 yards shy of midfield. And Oscar Jimenez has been booked. A world of beer yellow card shown to Jimenez here with 16 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville City trailing it 2 to nothing. And it looks like Oscar was just late on the challenge, kind of coming in studs up as Richard Ballard was trying to play the ball down the line. But we're to the point of the game where Louisville City cannot be allowing these silly fouls, allowing these restarts. Making They have to make sure that they're taking care of the ball because you're just allowing Detroit City now to be able to eat time off the clock. The more restarts they have, the, the more ball, times the ball goes out of bounds for a throw, and they're just going to continue to take their time, eat the time off the clock. And so Louisville City has to make sure they're limiting those moments for Detroit. Detroit with the throw on the far side, the right in their attacking half, brought down by Morris, falls to Rodriguez, back to Morris, trying to link up with Ballard. He couldn't get on the end of the pass. Sharpie brings it down, back to Zimla. He pops his clearance high into the air in the middle of the field. Brought down by Levis. He heads it forward. Perez battling with him. Perez trying to clear it aside. Shouts for a handball, but it's out for just a simple throw to Louisville City. On the near side, the right in the defensive half. Perez into Tosh, all the way back to Zimla in the Louisville box. On the ground, out of the box, just past the D is Sharpie as he turns and touches it forward at a walking pace. A jogging pace, really. Far wide, it goes to Ownby on the left side, back to Sharpie on the inside left. They're still in the defensive half. Sharpie across the field on the ground to Tosh on the inside right. Turns and faces forward. Hits it in the air down the inside right channel, high into the air. It'll bounce in the box, and Steinwasher will make an over-the-shoulder catch. Manny Perez, the nearest player in white to it, but he wasn't very close, and it was comfortable work for Detroit's goalkeeper there. And those balls are okay, but they're more like a hopeful type ball. I'm hoping that my player is able to get on the end of this. And right now, in this point of the game, you really can't be playing these hopeful balls. It has to be a little bit more certain, a little sharper. Suarez with a hit on a decent effort on the half volley. Punted forward it was by the goalkeeper Steinwasher. Suarez just outside of the Louisville box brought it down on his right foot and had a hit off the bounce. And Zimla, standing in front of it, made the catch and made the save on a pretty smart little attempt there by Dario Suarez. Foul goes against Louisville City after they put the ball back in play. Uh, goes for Louisville City, I should say. Fifth third free kick to the boys in purple. On the ground it goes. Winder, Lancaster, a heavy touch. Cleared away by Carroll for Detroit. That clearance into the Louisville defensive half. Morris battling with Tosh, trying to do anything he can to keep it alive for Detroit, but he can't do it. McCabe comes up with the ball. McCabe a ball forward towards Powell's, and Powell's commits a foul. So a free kick here to Detroit as Carroll draws the foul going down against Powell's. 
And that'll give Detroit a free kick in their defensive half just outside of their box. And again, you got to know that Detroit is going to go down with any sort of contact that they feel. So Louisville City has to be really smart with it because it does allow them to eat up a lot of time on the clock. And who knows how much time the referee is going to add on at the end or how much time he feels needs to be added on. So they just have to be smart with those restarts because they're going to run out of time to be able to get back in the game. 13 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville trails it 2-0 to Detroit. Detroit sends it long. They've got it in the Louisville box now with Suarez. Rolls it through nicely to Morris. Morris, a ball across. The shot blocked on its way through by Ownby, and it's behind. Rodriguez had the attempt for Detroit. It's going to be a corner to Detroit City. It'll come from the far side there right. Neat stuff there by Dario Suarez. Just rolled the ball around Tosh, the defender, and Morris cut it across for Rodriguez's shot. Suarez had two players on him, and he's able to roll that behind and play a player. But what a run by his teammate there to get in behind. It's great movement off the ball. Really good stuff from Detroit. Louisville City needs to have more movement like this when they are on offense because that's how they're going to be able to be successful and more creative inside the box. Detroit's corner coming from the far side there. Right, it'll be an outswinger. Here it comes in the air toward the penalty spot. Headed down by Louisville City. It'll come past the near side of the box to Levis for Detroit. On his left foot, now his right puts in across to the back post. The header high over the bar and out for a Louisville City goal kick with 12 minutes to go. It looked like it was Lewis that got forward and got on the end of that cross. Just couldn't get his header on target for Detroit. Yeah, and it's a good ball back across, and it looks like Lewis was able to get up and completely out-jump Manny Perez. He just couldn't get down on the ball, so that's why the ball was always going to be going over the goal instead of in the goal. Louisville with the ball along their back line with Sharpie now Tosh in the attacking half. On the inside right, on the ground in the middle, it goes to McCabe. He'll try to hit it from distance, but checking up behind was a Detroit player, and that player commits the foul, Maxi Rodriguez, and it's going to be a booking. Maxi Rodriguez shown a world of beer yellow card. McCabe had the ball about 22 yards from goal, was winding up his right foot. Rodriguez came through from behind and pushed, just body-checked McCabe, And the referee, with a good look at it, called the foul and gave a world of beer yellow card to Rodriguez. In this case, a fifth-third free kick from about 22 yards away in the middle of the field for Louisville City. This might be one of their best last chances of this game if they're going to be able to get this comeback with 11 minutes to go. Yeah, I like this range for Lancaster, and I like this positioning for Lancaster because it is straight on. It gives him the freedom to be able to kind of knuckle the ball one way or the other, and he's not forced into having to bend it into the far post. So it really gives... Lancaster, a bunch of freedom here on this shot to kind of pick a side to go to and really have a magical moment. It's a little bit further away than I thought, about 28 yards away for Lancaster. McCabe standing with him, but this is going to be all Lancaster. Here's his approach. Lancaster's hit. It's into the wall. Knocked down by the wall. The loose ball picked up by Perez, but the referee's going to pause play because the member of the wall that took that shot to the face is down hurt. It's Reese Williams, and anytime there's a concern about a head injury, the referee alertly stops play as that ball was smashed by Lancaster right into the forehead of Reese Williams, who headed it down as a member of the wall. He did his job there, and he'll be checked on by the training staff. Yeah, he absolutely did his job, but he got nailed in the head. That one is not going to feel good because Lancaster struck that ball really well and it hit him square on. So luckily he's moving and it looks like he's going to be getting up, but that one is going to hurt. So with nine and a half minutes to go, Williams has been checked out. He's to his feet now getting some water. Nine and a half minutes to go, Detroit in front two to nothing. 
And when we resume play, it'll be a dropped ball to Detroit. In the second half, Casey, Louisville City with just one shot on the official stat sheet. It was not on target. Mind you, there was a chance that was wiped off, a goal that was wiped off that will not count on the stat sheet. But just one shot in the second half. Not good enough for this Louisville City team that trailed at halftime and then conceded later on in the second half to trail it now 2 to nothing. Uh, this attack for Louisville City, this offense for Louisville City just hasn't been there in this second half. Well, when you look at that and you look that they have entered into the final third 23 times and only have one shot, whereas Detroit has entered 24 times and have four shots with one on target, that's just not good enough. To be able to enter the final third and not get anything from it is really unacceptable. The drop ball to Louisville City from the restart as Williams is okay. They got it wide right to Manny Perez. His cross was blocked and knocked down. Suarez bringing the ball forward for Detroit, played it into the middle to Jop. Jop's pass, though, was blocked by his own teammate there. And Louisville takes over again. Here's Niall McCabe in the attacking half. Just outside of the box, Perez into the area. Puts it on the ground toward the penalty spot. Powell's, though, wasn't on the end of it. Cleared away by Detroit. Powell's just checked up his run. It might have been his ball. Detroit cleared it forward. Morris battling with Wes Sharpie. And a foul called against Sharpie just on the edge of the center circle. And Sharpie booked. A world of beer yellow card shown to Wes Sharpie with eight minutes to go. And by the way, before this free kick comes in from Detroit, time to remind you to head to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for the next 10 minutes or so. You can vote at twitter.com slash City. 82 and a half minutes on the clock, counting upward here. Detroit in front 2 to nothing as Sharpie shown the world of beer yellow card. And Detroit will have this free kick in the center circle, just shy of the midfield stripe toward the left side of it. Stephen Carroll swings his right foot through it, hits a diagonal to the far sideline in the attacking half, an exchange of headers here, and Louisville has made a substitution somewhere along the line because that was, that was Amadou Dia who checked in at left back. Dia went up for the header, and he hit it forward, cleared away by Detroit. It'll be out for a Louisville throw, and Louisville's made a couple of subs here as Ray Serrano has checked in as well. So Amadou Dia on, it appears, for Oscar Jimenez, and Ray Serrano, I would suspect, here on for Brian Ownby Casey. Yeah, Those that would be my guess. Those substitutions brought to you by Fortna here in the 84th minute. And now the referee sending Ben Morris off. So Detroit going to make a substitution. And the referee is just encouraging Morris to move a little quickly here. He scored the opening goal. He is going to be replaced by Simonson off the bench for Detroit City. So Skage Simonson on. Ben Morris, who scored the first goal of the game, off. Both teams making substitutions here in the last couple of minutes. They're all brought to you by Fortna. And Morris was booked on his way off the field as well, showing a yellow card, a world of beer yellow card for time-wasting. Well, at least the referee did give a yellow card for time-wasting because it's going to now make the other players second-guess before they take their time on the ball. Louisville sent the ball forward. Powell's couldn't really control it, trying to hold it up, tried to play it with the outside of his foot to Serrano. It was cleared away by Detroit. Louisville trying to find some kind of late rally here. They trail it 2 to nothing with six minutes to go. All the way back to the goalkeeper, Zimla for Louisville. He rolls it forward to Sharpie. Now to Tosh. Back to Zimla just outside of the Louisville box. As Simon sent up with a little pressure here for Detroit, the substitute. Here's Sharpie coming forward just outside of the center circle. Forward to Winder. He'll send it across to the inside right to Tosh in the defensive half. Tosh on the ground all the way across the field to the left side. It's Niall McCabe who dropped deep for the ball. McCabe carries it forward. 
plays it forward to Serrano. He couldn't control it with a crowd of burgundy jerseys around him, and Detroit will send it long for Simonson to chase. Sharpie brought it down. Simonson had a bite at it, but couldn't control it, and then it falls to Sharpie. Forward to McCabe. Louisville doing anything they can just to hit the ball into the attacking half. Here's Manny Perez on the near sideline. He couldn't get past the first defender. Knocked off of his feet. Here comes Detroit with Reese Williams ahead full of steam into the attacking half, with Levis making a run down the left side. Instead, Williams will just check the ball back and play it to the far right side, and Detroit will knock the ball around here and try and take the air out of the ball late on. Again, they lead it 2 to nothing over Louisville City. They don't much care where the ball is as long as it's not heading toward their goal. All the way back to the goalkeeper goes to Steinwasher. He sends it to Levis on the near sideline. Levis forward to Simonson, couldn't control it, and Louisville takes over once again with Sharpie in the defensive half. McCabe, now Maris. Forward it goes from Maris to Perez with plenty of time and space in the attacking half. Looking toward the box. He'll check it back, though, to Maris on the inside right. Here's Maris. Ball in. Early ball over everyone's head. Not on target. Dia couldn't keep it alive. Ballard there with uh, with the ball for Detroit on the end line. Trying to hold the ball up. Dancing over the ball. Louisville trying to keep the ball on this end of the field. They're able to. It'll fall to Elijah Winder. Winder. Ball towards Lancaster. Lancaster thought about the overhead kick. Didn't go for it as it probably would have been a foul. A defender right there for Detroit. They cleared it forward to Simonson. Now Suarez, as Detroit looks to put a killer blow on here. Suarez, he's tripped up and fouled. It's a free kick to Detroit with four minutes to go. And Louisville looking really out of steam here, Casey. Yeah, they look deflated. And when they are sending these crosses in, it's not even for the teammates to get on it. There's Yes, you need to score. Yes, you need to get the ball going forward. But you also need to have some intention behind your pass. You can't just send in a cross because you know you need to send in a cross. Here comes Louisville Maris through to Powell's. Powell's to Lancaster at the penalty spot on his left foot. Can he get the shot away? The defender goes down. Lancaster can't get the shot away, and it's cleared away. Louisville City with a good opportunity there. They just couldn't put the ball toward goal. It's kept alive by Manny Perez. Forward to Maris. McCabe pops the ball high into the air. Maris brings it down. Wide right it goes to Perez. Still in the attacking half. Perez, ball on the ground looking for Powell's. Just to the right of the box. Powell's now facing goal. Plays it into Maris. Tight angle. Maris across the face of goal and it's flashed behind. It is going to be a goal kick. It didn't take a touch. Winder was in there. All he needed to do was direct it on goal and it surely would have been in. But it went wide, and it's a goal kick to Detroit. Louisville with a couple of great opportunities in the last couple of moments to get a goal back, and they couldn't take advantage of either. And it's a beautiful ball across from Maris, and I don't know how a player did not get on the end of this service because really all someone had to do was stick their leg out and let it hit it, and it would have ended up in the back of the net. It was such a good service across, and that just goes down to that doing whatever you can to put the ball in the back of the net, diving, sacrificing your body to get it onto the ball, and it's just Louisville City has not been willing to do whatever it takes to score there, and so really frustrating to have two opportunities there right in front of goal in the six-yard box, and they can't even get a shot off. Detroit sent the ball long. It's out for a Louisville City goal kick. They take it quickly with two minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Louisville trailing it two goals to none. Tosh into the center circle to Elijah Winder. Back to Tosh on the inside right. They're still in the defensive half. He touches it forward across the midfield stripe. On the ground down the middle. Powell's holds it up. Touches it back to Serrano. Back to Powell's. Loose touch, though. Gives it to Detroit. Louisville trying to recover. They do. Powell's once again just outside of the box with it on the inside right on his right foot. Still he goes into the area now. Powell's drifting out of it on the right side. Drops it off to McCabe. His cross headed away by Levis. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side. The right near the corner flag in the attacking final 
final third. Louisville needs to work really quickly here if they want to salvage something on the road. In from McCabe to Perez. Back out wide to McCabe. Dribbling in field on his left foot. Plays it into the middle to no one in particular. It's intercepted by Maxi Rodriguez. He's tripped up and fouled by Dylan Maris. And Detroit will have a free kick just outside of their box. And they can eat away, eat away precious seconds here. Louisville City really couldn't conjure anything. A poor pass in from McCabe. And Rodriguez did well to draw the foul. Well, a poor pass and then no one stepping to it. And why is Maris fouling there? The player's cutting back. You've got a swarm of your teammates around him. Just be patient and stand him up. There's no need to dive in and win the ball there because now you've allowed Detroit to be able to take at least 30, 45 seconds off the clock. Detroit finally puts the ball back in play, sends it long. An exchange of headers. Maris coming up for a challenge. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side, the right in the defensive half for Louisville City with 30 seconds to go plus stoppage time. And Louisville trails it by two goals to none. In the throw comes to Sharpie. Wide left it goes to Amadou Dia on the far sideline. Dia dribbles into the attacking half. Still he goes on. Dia further forward it goes to Serrano. Tried to play it back to Dia who continued his run. A one-on-one battle between Dia and Bryant. Bryant called for a foul. On a shoulder-to-shoulder challenge. Bryant can't believe it for Detroit, but this is going to be a, f- a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City. It'll play a little bit like a corner on the far side the left, just about a yard in from that far sideline. And it's because he extended his arm. If he wouldn't have extended his arm out, it wouldn't have been a foul. It would have just been shoulder-to-shoulder. But because the referee saw him look at Dia and then extend his arm out, it's going to be a foul every time. And he has to be careful because he's already on a yellow card. But a really good opportunity here for Louisville City. We've moved into stoppage time presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. Here's that fifth-third free kick for Louisville City. Hooked into the box by McCabe. Headed out by Detroit. It'll come middle of the field to Manny Perez, 40 yards away from goal. Wide left left to Amadou D on the far sideline, forward to McCabe. McCabe dribbles into the middle, hits the ball into the box, in the air towards Toe. She couldn't get on the header. It falls to Serrano, still in the box. Serrano drives it towards goal, across the face, and it's out for a Detroit. No, it took a deflection. It is going to be a Louisville City Wi-Fi corner from the far side, the left. Again, we're in stoppage time, presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport with six minutes added to this game. We've played one of the minimum six, and we have a Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City from the far side, their left. Good shot from Ray Serrano. He doesn't have much of an angle there, but he does really well to get a lot of contact on it. McCabe's corner with his right foot into the six-yard box. Tosh's header over the bar and wide and out for a Detroit goal kick. Tosh, the target, made a little run to the near post, got on the end of the ball, couldn't direct his header on target, and Detroit has this goal kick. They will take their time putting the ball back in play, and Louisville City needs every precious second they have in this game. Trailing two goals to none, that was a good opportunity. It was a really good one, but Tosh, he's jumping, and as he jumps, he's hitting the ball, and that's always going to send the ball over. He has to jump and meet the ball in the air and be able to flick it down. It's a very, very difficult header. They've tried to run that play a couple times now. I'm not sure whether or not just trying to send it in and see if they can get a good header from inside the six-yard box for a little bit cleaner look on target. Louisville wins the throw at the midfield stripe on the near side, the right. Perez backward to Tosh, plays it on the ground in the middle of the field Sharpie into the center circle, across into the attacking half. It goes to Maris, drifting backward. Maris now turns, plays it to the right side to Tosh on the inside, right 10 yards past midfield. Tosh, long ball forward into the box, really aimless toward no one in particular. Powell's didn't race to challenge it, and the goalkeeper Steinwasher raced off his line to catch it. 
and he falls to the ground to kill some time here. Louisville just hitting and hoping there and not coming up with anything. 100%. It's another one of those hopeful balls playing in, hoping that your teammate gets on the end of it instead of trying to stick to what you are good at, which is trying to build the ball, trying to work through the middle and having a little bit more movement up top to be able to be a little bit more creative. But those hopeful balls usually don't work. The Detroit fans and a great crowd on a Wednesday night up there in Detroit waving towels over their heads trying to will their team to a first-ever win over Louisville City in the sixth-ever meeting between these two clubs in a series dating back to 2016. Jop with it on the end line for Detroit, trying to hold it up. Finally won back by Louisville City into the penalty area to Tosh. Wide right it goes to Perez. He hits it long down the middle of the field. Serrano giving chase, but he's not going to get there. It'll fall to Bryant for Detroit. He turns around Serrano into the attacking half. Middle of the field it goes to uh, the center forward. Back wide right to Bryant by the corner flag. He'll continue on here. Into the middle it goes to Simonson. Holding the ball up by the corner flag and Detroit wins a throw. On the far side there, right in there, attacking final third with two and a half minutes to go in the minimum six of stoppage time. Louisville City just looks completely deflated and really a lot of the energy is still going forward as for Detroit. Louisville City a little bit slow in their buildup coming out. You would think if you're trying to get back into this match, you'd have a little bit more urgency going forward, but it's just a little bit slow. Out for a goal kick to Louisville City. Here come the boys in purple on the road tonight looking for a last-ditch effort to try and do something in this game. Powell's with it on the left side, cutting it onto his right foot, trying to play it through for Ray Serrano through several burgundy legs and it's cleared away by Detroit all the way into the Louisville defensive half where Zimla will retrieve it on the near sideline playing well out of his box rolls it forward to Manny Perez and Louisville coming forward with two minutes to play on the ground past Elijah Winder to Powell's outside of the area two defenders near him Powell's gets through it though into the box Martin Powell's on the end line puts in a cross it's stabbed behind by Detroit it'll be a Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City on the near side their right I will say I do think Martin Powell's has done very well so far in this second half of getting the ball on the outside and trying to generate some sort of offense through those crosses he's earned a couple corner kicks that way McCabe's corner an outswinger here it is in towards the penalty spot headed away by Detroit it was toward Manny Perez it'll fall to Amadou Dia wide left it goes to Serrano right footed cross popped up high into the air towards Tosh headed away by Levis for Detroit it'll stay alive with Serrano on the end line clips it in towards Lancaster his uh, actually that was Winder couldn't make clean contact Sharpie turns and has a shot didn't make clean contact either as a looping ball goes well wide of Steinwasher's goal and Steinwasher shouting to the assistant referee, arguing there should have been a call or maybe an offside flag somewhere in there. But he's got a goal kick here. And with a minute to go, that might have been the last opportunity for Louisville City. I think he's trying to say that the ball went out of bounds and he's trying to make a statement. And I believe he just got a yellow card for what he was doing to the referee because he literally walked to the sideline, set the ball out of bounds and looked at the sideline official and trying to tell him this is what the ball was like, which you cannot do. That's not okay. It is a world of beer yellow card to Nate Steinwasher, the goalkeeper. He sends his goal kick long into the Louisville defensive half. 20 seconds of the minimum, six to go. And it's Reese Williams with it for Detroit. Plays it back to a teammate. His clearance was blocked down, but he shoved aside. That was Levis. And a foul goes against Martin Powell's of Louisville City. And this is going to be a booking for him. A world of beer yellow card for Martin Powell's of Lou City. And that will likely be the final action of the game. It's going to be a free kick to Detroit. We've moved past the minimum six minutes of stoppage time. Detroit leading 2 to nothing over Louisville City up in Michigan, looking to defeat Louisville for the first time ever 
in the sixth meeting between these two teams. It's going to be Carroll to take the free kick. Sends it long in the air into the attacking half toward the box. Simonson thought he was fouled. It's brought down by Tosh, and it is a foul. Or is that it, Casey? Did he blow the whistle to end the game? He did. So that's it. Louisville City conceded five minutes in, gave up an own goal in the second half, had a goal that they thought they had scored, wiped off the board, and that was really the last opportunity that Louisville City had to say anything about this game. Detroit, the lowest scoring team in the league, has scored two tonight against Louisville City, and they win it in Keyworth Stadium up in Michigan by a final score of 2 to nothing. Plenty to talk about on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show, which comes your way next. Louisville City loses for a sixth time in regular season play this year. We will talk about it on the other side of the break. Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. Tonight's final score, Detroit City 2, Louisville City nothing, presented to you by the Gorski Law Office. Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield, Zach Cantrell, is our producer tonight. Detroit City victorious for the first time in seven games. They last won in mid-June. That was June 14th, so well over a month ago at Hartford Athletic. They won that game 3-1. to one. Since then, they had not won a game until tonight against Louisville City FC. They scored five minutes into the game. They had a goal over the line that was waved off in the opening minutes, and then in the second half, Louisville City concedes an own goal as Reese Williams was completely lost by Sean Tosh. And then Williams putting the ball into the middle. It was deflected by Tosh, who was recovering, and it went into the back of his own net for Tosh for the own goal. A frustrating, deflating Louisville City performance on the road tonight. Their sixth loss of the season. Eight wins, six losses, five ties in USL championship play for the boys in purple this year. Casey Whitfield, at at times, Louisville City had some momentum. They had opportunities. But really, Detroit could have scored two or three more goals in this game. They had three shots off the post. They had the goal that was that was not counted, though it probably should have been when it was over the line in the opening minute. Uh, Louisville's lucky to have not conceded more to Detroit, who again had only scored 13 times all year long coming into this game. Yeah, I, it's extremely disappointing. And I really do believe that Louisville City was fortunate to not go down more. I mean... I think Detroit hit the post three different times, and one of those even went in the goal when it hit the post. It hit the crossbar, bounced in. The other two times hit off the, the far post there, and Louisville City very fortunate. Defensively, it just wasn't good enough. I think both goals were very poor defending, not tracking the runners, not staying with your marks, losing sight of the ball. And then offensively, I mean, you can't enter in the second half – well, I'll just say the full time. You can't enter the final third 80 different times. Be in that final third. Build up the ball there and only get 14 shots total to be able to be so successful going forward and really have nothing to show for it. In the second half alone, they entered it 38 times. 
and only had five shots when you're down two goals and that's that's what you're able to produce so they're getting the ball there but then it's just there's nothing going forward and it's just really frustrating to watch this team because there are so many players on this team who are extremely talented, extremely capable players, and I don't know what is going on that that they're not able to perform up to the level that they're capable of or what what the answer is. I, I don't know. Uh, truly, honestly, I don't know because it, maybe it's just a lack of effort at times, but it's really frustrating, and that game really just solidified the frustration that myself and I'm sure a lot of other people are feeling. Not to mention, Casey, you mentioned the five shots. None of them were on target in the second half. None. Now, to give Louisville City credit, they scored a goal that was wiped off for a foul. I'm not sure where the foul was on that play, watching the replay a couple of times. Maybe they thought there was a handball. Maybe they thought there was a tug of the jersey from Ownby. There certainly wasn't an offside against anyone. Uh, but the, fa- the the goal didn't count for Paolo Del Piccolo. If that goes in, maybe it's a little bit of a different game. Maybe or if it counts rather because it went in, maybe it's a little bit of a different game for Louisville City down the stretch. But what really struck uh, st- comes to mind is over the last twenty minutes or so, when Louisville needed to do something to get back into the game, it was just a lot of hit and hope, a lot of hopeless balls, a lot of hope hit long balls. down the middle, or when they get it out wide, they put it across and they're not able to find anybody in the middle. And that's been a consistent theme with this team all season they are a team that relies on service from out wide that's how they scored a ton of goals last year that's that's the recipe for Danny Cruz and this team but the service from out wide has been so poor so often this year and that was the case down the stretch tonight they got the ball in plenty of promising positions but just couldn't get a good ball into the box on many occasions. They had a couple of opportunities where the ball flashed wide, one chance for Elijah Winder late on where if he just was able to redirect the ball on goal from a good ball across by Dylan Maris, they score there as well. So there were you know little moments where Louisville City was almost there, but that's been the story so many times this season, and it's just starting to build up the frustration, I would imagine, for Louisville City fans starting to build up the way they watch this team perform week in and week out. Well, there hasn't been a player that has been willing to do whatever it takes to put the ball in the back of the net, sliding, diving, throwing their body out there to try to get at the end of these services, literally doing whatever they can to get a touch on the ball, to redirect it on goal. And it's just that drive, that killer mentality when you get inside the box to, to score that want and I, I just haven't seen it. There's been so many times when a ball has flown past the front of the goal and the players just kind of throw their hands up because it didn't fall right to them instead of trying to die for it, trying to see if they can do something to get on the end of it. And it's just there's not that drive, that will, that want when they get inside the box to do what it takes to put the ball in the back of the net. Seventh time this season that Louisville City has been shut out. So they've had nine shutouts. And they've been shut out seven times over the course of this season. This is their 19th game of the year. By virtue of the loss for Louisville City, they will remain in a playoff position. And again, eight of the 12 teams in the conference make the playoffs. So making the playoffs no longer that much of an accomplishment. Louisville City will remain in fifth place, a point behind Memphis for that top four. And Detroit City... By virtue of the win, they are now just one point out of the playoffs. So that's a little look at the standings based on tonight's result. This is the only game happening in the USL Championship this evening. A final look at the stats. Casey alluded to many of them, but let's just give them to you in full here. Louisville City over the course of the 90 minutes, 16 shots 
just two on target. Detroit City with 10 shots with two on target. Louisville with 58% possession over the course of the 90 minutes. They won five corners as compared to three for Detroit City. And the foul total, there were 33 fouls called. 18 of them called against Louisville City over the course of that game. Again, a goal wiped away for Louisville City that may have changed how the game finished down the stretch on a questionable refereeing decision in the second half, one of the big moments of that game. Let's continue to talk about it. We'll also look ahead to a busy weekend at Lynn Family Stadium. Racing Louisville at home on Friday night. Louisville City returns home on Saturday night. We'll look ahead to those two games when we come back on this Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show. Louisville City goes down in Detroit tonight. They fall by a final score of 2 to nothing. Welcome back to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show. This is just the start of a busy second half of your week when it comes to Louisville professional soccer. Friday night, Racing Louisville is back at home after a week off the midseason summer break. They are back in action in the Challenge Cup against the Chicago Red Stars at 7 o'clock on Friday night. That game will be followed by a watch party for Team USA, the United States opening their Women's World Cup against Vietnam at 9 o'clock immediately after the Racing Louisville game, and there will be a watch party at Lynn Family Stadium. So a really memorable night, a potentially memorable night if Savannah DeMello plays for Team USA, which Casey Whitfield is speaking into existence yes, I as am. we speak. We'll see if it happens on Friday night. Tickets available, Racing LouFC.com slash tickets 502 Lou City. We talked about it a little bit at halftime, Casey. But anybody listening, this is going to be a really wonderful evening of soccer all around. Louisville, Racing Louisville has had a lot of success against Chicago this year. They've had their number. They've beaten them a couple of times. And then stick around the stadium, watch Team USA on the big screen. It'll be a really fun night. I cannot wait. It's going to be super exciting. I love watching racing play. They are so exciting going forward. They're such a dynamic team and they are really beginning to figure out their identity and it's just really fun to watch and like I said I think it's going to be a really good matchup between these two teams. Chicago's really been struggling and you have a racing team that has a whole lot to prove. It's a great opportunity for them to get a lot of goals, to build their confidence get some players some minutes. I'm hoping to see Nadia Nadim out there again, maybe getting a few more minutes for her, getting her back healthy in these Challenge Cups games so come regular season play, she's strong and ready to go and then to follow it up with watching Savannah DeMello play because that's what's going to happen. Cannot wait to see it. So that's coming up 7 o'clock for the Racing Louisville game on Friday night. The very next night at Lynn Family Stadium, Louisville City returns home for their fifth game in this 15-day stretch. A likely to be very tired and a little bit ragged Louisville City, I think, especially after this downtrodden performance in Detroit. 8 o'clock on Saturday night to see the boys in purple try and rally back and get a win at home against the Birmingham Legion. That'll be a potential playoff preview. Louisville City sitting in fifth place after this loss on 29 points. Birmingham three points behind them and one place behind them in the standings in sixth place on 26 points, and they do have a game in hand on Louisville City as well. Birmingham, a team led by Enzo Martinez, one of the all-timers in the USL, played with the Charlotte Independents for a number of years. He has been around for a long, long time, produces at the top level, and Birmingham, a quality team. They have won three of their last five games. That is going to be a stiff, stiff test on Saturday night for Louisville City. 
So they're going to need everybody out there, Lynn Family Stadium, to try and bring a win home and right the ship for this Louisville City team after this performance tonight up in Michigan. Any thoughts about that game coming up on Saturday, Casey, or how it sort of dovetails into tonight's performance? Again, it'll be the fifth game in 15 days for Louisville City. This has been a very busy stretch for them in the dog days, or as Mark Blankenbaker calls it, the thick of the summer and it's you can start to see the tired legs out there for Louisville City. You definitely can, but I think you're going to have a lot to take away from this game, a lot to digest, some film to watch, and I think coming out Saturday, it's a great opportunity to see if you can begin to flip the script and see if you can take what went wrong in this game and make it into a positive on your home field against a, a tough opponent, but one that is definitely beatable and really come out with a solid performance to end this long streak before you probably get, because I mean, they're going to have a few days with nothing. So you got to remember, I'm getting ready to have a little bit of a break. They do play Indy, but that's not until about a week later. So they will have a few days off to rest. So just going into it thinking, I've got one more game, one more opportunity that I have to go out and work extremely hard, get the win in front of my fans, and then I can have a few days off with a break before having to play my next match. That game against Indy, you mentioned it, by the way, it is the Phil the Fam game this year on July 29th. Louisville City trying to set another attendance record. They had nearly 15,000 last year for the Phil the Fam game, looking to top that number this year and get an official sellout at Lynn Family Stadium for the first time, a brand-new stadium that seats well over 15,000 fans. So that's coming up on July 29th as well, something to mark on your calendar. Tickets available at lucity.com slash tickets, both for that game and Saturday's game against Detroit, 502-LU-CITY is the phone number. That'll do it for us tonight. Final score presented by the Gorski Law Office, Detroit City 2, Louisville City nothing. The boys in purple go down in defeat for a sixth time in league play this year. Don't forget Soccer City coming up tomorrow night as well. Boy, oh boy, do me and Benton have a lot to talk about. 6 o'clock on ESPN 680 and 1057. We'll be giving away tickets to the Racing Louisville game on Friday night as well with some trivia. So do tune in to that again tomorrow night on these same stations at 6 o'clock for Soccer City. And also, Katie Lund will be our guest. Racing Louisville goalkeeper extraordinaire will be calling in tomorrow evening. So tune in for that. That'll do it for us tonight. For Casey, for Zach, I'm Jeff. Hope you enjoyed it. Louisville City loses this evening up in Michigan. We will speak to you tomorrow night for Soccer City and again on Saturday night for Louisville City against Birmingham. Until then, so long. This has been the office, uh, the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show.